Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's noon here in Merrick, Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle on the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. We're your censorship-free safe space sanctuary speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday Live studio audience is in fuego because yesterday they got to watch our new show, Jesus Rocks, Prayer Group, Bible Study, and Faith Gathering on Brighton TV, now on Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time and 6.30 p.m. No, a.m. Why can't I just read? 6.30 a.m. Pacific time with the star of the show being Lucia DeGrazzi, who's going to be on later today to tell you all about it. And the replay of my guest hosting on the Joe Mobley show, he's going to be on too. And both the guests that I had on there are going to be on there too. Mm-hmm. On The Getter received 21,600 views. That is correct. 21,600 views. OMG. That's episode 344. If you want to go ahead and listen, it is really, really good. So come join us on The Getter everything home tea because I ran out of words and then before I clicked the button it was already taken I was like oh no I didn't want to tell my kid takes the name now all of our social media and live links are on our take action menu everything home about us.com come join us be part of the community put on your common sense caps we the people tighten your belt of truth and pick a lane remember once you commit everything changes grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear it's take action August and we really mean it this time. Time to make your business, your life, and this country better. Take action, BLC. You got to start your day this way. Pray, plan, and take action. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Mm-hmm. Today's topic is on episode 347, Shame, Guilt, Healing. Grow your business, but spend no money. Uncloseted conservatives need to be loud and proud, even though it's not uh, Pride Month. Mm -hmm. America has been invaded, and the human sex slave industry is booming. Jesus Rocks Live Bible Study, Grassroots Candidate Showcase, 
six real leaders who will save Arizona and America with special guests Heidi St. John, John Arnold, Jerome Davison, Jim Lehman, Josh Barnett, and Gail Golick. Yes, 11 guests. I have lost my mind, people. All delivered by our partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. And we're coming to you live from the Save My Seat. Oh, man, I, I, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I'm getting all this out right there in the beginning. Save My Freedom Studios, brought to you by our partner, TheFlagShirt.com. That's our buddy over there, Steve Stern, TheFlagShirt.com. You get all kinds of amazing patriotic gear. You've probably seen me wear a lot of it on the TV shows that I've been doing, on the interviews. If you use promo code HOME10, you get 10% off and get, get geared up, people, because it triggers people, you know, like my that says Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. It riles them up. It gets them all going. Ah, I can't handle it. Oh, I see a flag. USA. Awesome. Awesome. So gear up your stuff today. TheFlagShirt.com. Today's lineup is loaded with take action troops and liberty loving leaders in our Save My Freedom movement. You can join us and you can take action together. That's how we do this. You got to take back this country together. You can text the word action to nine seventeen seventy six. The word action nine. 1776. During the first hour of the show is Lois Hollis, Jeremy Torres, Joe Mobley, Christy Hutcherson, and Lucy DeGrazia and Sitting Shock and Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox are those six special guests for our Grassroots Candidate Showcase, Real Leaders Who Will Save America and Arizona, Anarchy, Arizona, right here in America, Corruption County. They're small business owners, faith warriors, America firsters, moms, dads, conservatives, and freedom fighters. If you're elected and selected elites don't sound like this crew, then you need to find someone else to support. We, the people, deserve better than what has been representing us. Remember, they work for us at 1 p.m., Heidi St. John, 1.30, John Arnold, 2 p.m., Jerome Davison, 2.30, Jim Lehman, 2.40, Josh Barnett. And 3 p.m. Gala Golick, Gail Golick, Board of Supervisors, Mayor Corruption County. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action items, of course, some entertainment. Visit our take action menu, everythinghomeaboutus.com for more information on today's guests. Join our Jesus Rocks Live and the Save my freedom movement, and of course, everything that you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. Not one location for all the information, the ultimate resource platform. Breaking news. Tomorrow is primary Tuesday in five important states, including Arizona. Make sure you vote in person the day of elections, and don't put your ballot in a mailbox, a female box, a trans box, or a demon box ever. Stop giving them the ammo that they need to win the battle. Don't be a mule. We, the people, it's your civic duty to stand up, speak up, show up, and save America and yourselves. It's August 1st, day 865, no, 69 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. It's also day 556 of the illegitimate Biden-Obama tyrannical demonic Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. And oh, Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves and pedophilia on the planet. Remember, it's all about the children. They want to overtake their minds, bodies, and sacrifice their souls. Don't let it happen, parents. Get your kids out of the public schools. And why are you sending them to college and paying them 
tens of thousands of dollars to be indoctrinated. You think you're going to clean that up when they come home at Thanksgiving and are completely different people? Mm-hmm. Let's use our heads, we the people. That's what it's all about. All right, let's get this show on the road. Uh, let's get ready to rumble. All right, first up is my buddy, Lois Hollis. She's a shame, guilt educator, counselor, and filmmaker. She's the creator of the Soul Speaks Method of Healing. Audience, big round of applause. <laughs> Lois, how are you, my dear? I am wonderful today. And I was just thinking, what can I say today that can be practical? Hmm. And I, I came up practical. with... Okay, I came up with, a lot of people say, oh, shame, guilt, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, if you feel like, oh, what am I, what can I do? I'm only one person, I don't have all the information, and I'm, you know, stuck here in wherever, and my voice doesn't matter. Well, that's shame, guilt talking. So you just say, shut up. This would happen if Michelle, or dear Michelle, said that. Well, if I if I was saying what can I do, and I have shame guilt, no, I can't do that. I can't afford to do that. I can't. I have to. I have to plow forward. Yeah, I would say shut up to my brain, that monkey mind of mine. So what if you, Michelle, did that? Look what would happen. So each one of us just think that if you individually just talk to one or two people about the situation that we have in the world today. If one person talks to another person, that's 50% yep. of everything. How strong yeah. is that? So all you want to do is get your butt up and talk to your person that you are friends with or not friends with and make new friends and tell them about Michelle. How uh, cool would that be? I think, you know, Lois, that is the best idea I've heard, I think, all month. Oh, it just started. I will say, uh, I will say all quarter. I think that is the best, that is the best advice I've heard in a long time. So thank you for saying that. But you're absolutely right. It all takes Mm -hmm. us to put a little back into it, to put a little effort into it, right? We want to show up, right? We want to stand up, speak up and show up. And if we just go ahead and, and, and communicate with the people that we know, right? It doesn't matter the states. Remember, there's no borders in this country, so there should be no barriers in the states. And then say things like that and then also get, it, get them encouraged to uh, kind of pull their head on, out of their own arses, right? So they don't have that shame, guilt, but then also that then they some take action in their own lives. And it's amazing what can happen when you actually talk to people. And if, hmm. and if you have no friends, you can talk to the store cashier when you're there's you know, um, bagging your groceries. I do that all the time. I talk to them and they, I kind of feel them out and see where they are. And they just mention about this and that. I go, well, you know, you can do something about it. And they said, really? Little old me? I said, yeah, little old you has a voice. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you right now, this is what you can do. Hello, I did four people today because I went to four grocery stores. Right. That's what I'm saying is the, the, the things that you, it, let's just say that you, uh, you're, you're apprehensive to have these conversations when you go out in public. That's why I started wearing the hat, the Jesus hat. And, and it has Jesus is my, is, uh, my savior. Trump is my president. And I started wearing more of the patriotic gear because then that engages conversation. Like people will lean in, they'll give you the thumbs up or they'll Welcome give you that little look. And it's amazing. So you, you could use that in order to begin conversations and actually weed out because there really is a huge definite, the, the, 
defining moment when, mm. when you see that like-minded person and they give you that, you know, that little head nod and you're mm. like, ah, one of us. Oh, they say that. They're like, I'm glad you're one of us. But well, this yes, is practical because you do go to the grocery store, you pay your bills, and you, you know, talk to the cab driver, the bus driver. I mean, you really don't – people are starved for conversation, let me tell you. If you just say hi to somebody, they almost have tears. So <laughs> we have an audience just waiting for us to talk. So it's so easy. And just say no to shame, guilt. I have a voice, and God gave it to me, and I'm using mm-hmm. it today to talk to people. That's all you have to do. And it makes it so, it, you make it, you're making it simple. Well, then here's the thing too. Keep this in mind. Keep this in mind, everybody. So you're thinking, well, you know what? I'm not quite sure what to, how to begin conversation, what to say. And I'm not just saying, I'm not doing this to boost my own show, right? The reason why this show is so amazing and this platform is so incredible, it's because of the people that come on the show, the guests like Lois and the rest of them that come. I got 11 people today, okay? So you're going to get incredible quality content. And then you're going to get little bits of information, right, about all different topics that matter for your life, your business, your personal, your community, your faith, all that. So then you can have like little bits of information, like for your water cooler talk or your information, like just so you have some bits, some facts, some things like that. So then you, when you do yeah. have conversations, you don't feel like, God, what am I going to say? Well, just pay attention to, and it doesn't have to be my show. It could be other shows that actually are give, giving yeah. you something of quality and you can begin having these conversations. It make, just makes it easier. All we're trying to do is make everything in your life easier. No more excuses. And just remember, don't, there, go ahead. Yeah, just remember the reason you're not talking is because shame, guilt shuts you up. That's all. It's not your intelligence. It's not your social abilities. It's shame, guilt. So just say no shame, guilt. I'm talking today. And you can see a lot of things I have on my website, loishollis.com, and I can show you some more things that are practical. So get the shame, guilt out and start talking. <laughs> yeah, very simple. And and I love that you gave everybody the reminder that people are starving for conversation, right? And and, and then that's what mm-hmm. you need, you know. So be that vehicle. Be that vehicle, everybody, because you you have the ability in, in you, right? And you're 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 all pretty smart. You're pretty smart. You're listening to shows like this. You're you're engaged in what's going on. You're you know kind of pissed off, right? So and there's lots of us out there, guys. There's lots of us out there. The problem that we run into, the problem that we have is that we don't all come together. And I know we're busy doing other exactly. stuff, but this is the time where you got to put some of that on the side at least and really make a dedication. What are you willing to sacrifice in order to save this country and yourself? It's pretty simple. Lois, give that website one more time, would you, for me? LoisHollis.com. And also can... Tell people, oh, I love your shoes. Now that's a conversation starter. Especially right. women in beautiful heels. Right. <laughs> Just say, hey, cool shoes. Cool shoes, dude. Love the shoes. Thank you so much, Lois. You've been wonderful. You're a great you supporter of this platform. Love you too, my dear. And we'll talk to you next month. Okay. Adios. Bye. Adios. Adios. Adios, amigos. All right, so I am going to – I said I was going to do this. I said I was going to get back on to the clock because the clock makes the most sense, and that way we can get through everything. You guys can get all the information. The whole point is to have seven-minute segments with these guests, right, and then the first hour. And then in between, I'm throwing some stuff at you, some tidbits, some information, some audios, and I got to throw in those commercials because I, I want to make sure that you have access to some amazing resources, right? That's the whole thing. You know, like our marketplace, right? I'm looking at the clock for some reason. It feels like everything's really slow today. Is any, are we going, have we entered into some sort of a portal? Are we in – 
are we in a time warp? I already know that we've been living in the uh, twilight zone, the twilight zone for a long time now. But anyway, it's uh, 1215. So we're good to go. I got two minutes. I'm going to, and I wanted to mention the marketplace and I know that I, I have been kind of neglecting it and I've been neglecting the format that I know that works because it is a lot of work. And I figured, you know what? You guys deserve better. You deserve better. You deserve a break today. And I'm not plugging McDonald's, Mickey D's, that woke company like most of them. So head on over to the marketplace and I'm going to play some commercials for you. Some of our partners on here, you're going to use promo code home. Sometimes it's home 10, like uh, the flag shirt. Dot com, But then uh, it's amazing discounts that you get over there. Good companies, right, for products and services you're already buying because we needed to make it a twist. We wanted to make it unique. We just didn't want to say go buy some stuff. I only want you to buy stuff that you're already buying, right? And then what's going to happen is 2 to 20% of your whole purchase, well, we get donated. We're going to be donating because I know money is tough and we want to support great organizations and groups, not the shady the money laundering nonprofits, we don't do that. None of those NGO kind of stuff like that. They can get their money from the federal government because they're going to get it anyway, like Planned Parenthood, $500 million a year tax dollars. Come on, every single year. That's only the ones you know about. So uh, you head on over there, and then we're going to make sure that we give that to groups that support vets, pets, kids, and freedom, especially those freedom groups, you know what I mean? Because they're not getting that big pack money. They ain't getting no money from the RNC and the GOP. And make sure you don't give any money to any of those groups because they're all nefarious. And they have no use for you, the American people. So let me see. I'm going to put on a flag shirt, and then I'm going to make sure we're going to be tight on this schedule today. So be prepared for all the guests that are listening. I'm going to cut you off right at that seven-minute mark, okay? Because I know you're going to come back next month for more. Hello. I'm Steve Stern, CEO of FlagShirt.com, a third-generation, veteran-owned small business. I believe that the American way of life is for all of us. I'm asking you today to visit FlagShirt.com. Help keep the American dream alive. Be a flag waver. Carry a nation's heritage. Use coupon code HOME10 for 10% off site-wide and buy a flag shirt today. Ah, that's my buddy Steve Stern. Good man. You can probably see him on the war room all the time. He uh, helps me put together that amazing Patriot Leaders Group that we have on Tuesdays, those Zoom calls. You should see some of the people we've had on that we're going to be having on. Uh, so, yeah, you want to become a part of that. you got to join the Save My Freedom movement. We're just looking for people that uh, want to stand up, speak up, and show up and actually put a little back into it and do something, or shall I say take action to save this country. And, oh, by the way, themselves, that's our Wednesday show, Jesus Rocks. You know what I mean? A little Bible study, a little faith gathering, a little bit of, uh, oh, I don't know, prayer group, right? Which is all about uh, getting closer to God. Remember, pray, plan, take action. All right, it's 1217. I'm going to move it on. I'm moving it on. I'm moving and grooving. Here's one of my faves. This is, uh, you know, it's, you know, it is sad people. You know, it is sad people that all these great men that come on my show, my TV show, my talk radio show, that host shows that I go on, they're all married. So that kind of just ruins it all for somebody like myself. But anyway, on to the next guest, Jeremy Torres. He's an exponential growth expert who's helping businesses generate more revenue and increase profits without spending more money. He can find you $50,000 in 45 minutes guaranteed. And this is not one of those multi-level marketing plugs. It's not one of those scams that says just go ahead and and click here. And then all of a sudden you got to pay all this money that you've been talking. And that is not the case. So he'll tell you all about it. And then some, because he's got some amazing things that just got uh, finalized kind of really important audience big round of applause hello everybody thanks for having me on your show michelle oh you're one of my favorites jeremy i'm right from the right from the get-go why don't you tell them what uh just happened within the past couple of weeks on how big of a deal you just became uh, it's getting there so they they just uh voted me 
the president of the Florida Speakers Association. I was inducted wow. uh, this last month, so that was a big uh, thrill for me to be able to lead a group of uh, professional speakers that are all based out here in South Florida. Uh, been around for 40 years, so it is a it's a pretty big deal for me, and I'm very proud to, to take that role over for this next uh, 12 months. Amazing! So congratulations on that. That's a big deal. It's like the whole state of the speakers. That's a big deal. <laughs> yep. Yeah, there's one more in Central Florida, but we got uh, we got a badass hybrid system going on. So it actually doesn't matter where you live in the whole country. If you're thinking about being a professional speaker, if you are a professional speaker and you want to get into a group, uh, this is a good one. So F, uh, it's called NSAFSA, so Florida Speakers Association. And we are part of the National Speakers Association uh, chapter. So it's a great organization. Um, but uh, what else is happening this month that's uh, just as exciting for me is that I was uh, put on day number five, I believe it is, the very last day of the Florida Realtors Association Convention. And I'm, I'm doing the second education session, so 9.45 a.m. I speak for an hour, and actually it's the last day. So Martha Stewart is the keynote closer of the show. So I go on just wow. about two or three hours before her. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's going to be great. So it's uh, going to the... Florida uh, Realtors Convention in Orlando to, at the Shingle Creek. Look me up. Come to my education uh, session, and it's going to be great because what I'm helping people is uh, treating your business right uh, as a real business, becoming a CEO, right, having a CEO mindset. To uh, you're not a realtor, right? Because there's these are going to be just a bunch of realtors and a bunch of brokers. So a lot of solopreneurs, as we call them, which this country has so many, and solopreneurs have a problem because they just think of themselves in one dimension as an operator of their business. But when they go to grow and they go to scale, they will fail if they don't know the elements of a business and they don't get better at the other parts of their business. And that's kind of what my whole company helps people do is to get good at all 12 elements of every single business that's here. And working with somebody like you, whether they're, getting, they're listening to your shows or they're seeing you speak at events or, or hiring you in, in the capacity for your, business, your actual company is critical now because the world has changed. You know, you heard this two years ago, oh, everything's changed. Well, now it's really changed because now you're talking about inflation. You're talking about um, money yeah. crunches. You're talking about, I mean, you're, you're looking at a whole different way of this. So yeah. you've got to be smart and you want to make sure you're efficient and effective. And keep in mind, everybody. Jeremy's the man, okay? Because remember, I always tell you, you want if you're going to deal with a coach, you're going to work with somebody. You want to make somebody who who uh, walks the walk, right? And and not just talks the talk and practice what they preach. He's the guy who sold his company for two digits in front of the first comma, not the second comma, okay? So you're talking <laughs> like that's kind of a big deal because as we've discussed on this show for years, to get somebody to be to get your company in a position where somebody can buy it. Right. That is a yes. huge, huge accomplishment because you just can't sell a company because you have a company. So he sold his. That's right. Uh, uh, and yeah, so the numbers had two digits, comma, three digits, comma, three. Digits. <laughs> Absolutely. And we actually over delivered, too. We owed uh, eight million dollars of EBITDA for the last year and we gave them 12 million. So that's after tax, you know, uh, or, you know. So that's, it's, it's a lot of dough. Uh, we, like I said, we over I think we did about 80 million dollars in revenue that year. So. Um, we, we know what we're doing. So that, that was a good, uh, good deal for everyone involved. And that's all you could hope for whenever you're trying to sell a company is to hand it off in the best case possible. And that's kind of what we did. And it let me walk away from 30 years of building companies with my head held high. And now it's been about 18 months since I did that. And we're just helping countless companies around the country to do the same thing, to kind of grow and scale their business 
without spending a lot of money because there's so many people out there that want to rob you and take your money and charge you all this mm -hmm. money for, for doing all this Facebook stuff and ads and Google ads. And uh, you don't need to spend all that money. We have, things, we have ways for you to scale your business called exponential growth and compounding results by focusing on the 12 elements of your business. Um, Wednesday nights, I go live from 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in a show called Let's Get Down to Business. I put my phone number out there, uh, just like Dave Ramsey. People call into the show, and I help them figure out what's going on with their business. We run the numbers. We talk about marketing, sales, people, training, you know, executive leadership, knowing your numbers, anything that's wrong with their business. We kind of can, we can uh, torque on it right there live on the air. So uh, we've got a lot of good stuff going on here. A lot of stuff we're giving away free. One-hour assessments, as you mentioned in the beginning of the show, I guarantee I can find at least $50,000 of revenue hidden within any business within the first 45 minutes. So that's, that happens every single day. And um, we, you know, where we make our money is by putting these, this stuff into effect, becoming a strategy coach more than a business coach, because the system trains the person, all the coaching is done online. We're more of an accountability and strategy. So what can you do first, second, and third to make your money the quickest? And then we don't worry about charging you until we see what uh, income you can make by doing this stuff for free. And then we work on a deal uh, after the fact, after I show you exactly what I can do for your business. So you're not spending a lot of money that you can't see that you won't make back immediately. Hmm. You know, that kind of sounds like uh, the whole ideology of our platform where uh, everything that we've been doing is uh, opposite, right? To, uh, and the fact that Absolutely. everything you've been told is a lie, right? Everything's a lie. So we got a George Costanza everything. Because, you know, when he did that, when he, yeah. when he actually went opposite day, what did he get? He got the hair. He got the job and he got the yeah. girl. I said, That's he, a got the girl. Day. he got the girl. He got the girl. What a great day, right? <laughs> so I think, yep. yeah. We actually have guys, a thing. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I just one of the things that we have is everything you've ever known about marketing is wrong. And it comes down to just right. four little things to interrupt, promise, educate, and, and have an irresistible offer. It's very, very simple. People overcomplicate uh, business. We slow everything down, small little bite-sized elements, get better, 1% better every day, compounding results through exponential growth. It's very, very simple. We have a very good system that keeps people working, again, and uh, makes people happy because we put people first. Yeah, you said the 1% every day. That's the key. That's all, you know, compound, like compound interest. It's amazing how quickly yes. that adds up. So where do you want people to yeah. go? How do you want them to find you? Plug the radio show and sure. your other shows. You've got so much going on. Sure. It's all good. So, a lot going on. Yeah, Jeremy, at, uh, so there's only one Jeremy to risk, right, on, on LinkedIn. <laughs> Hit me up on LinkedIn. Message me. I'll send you my book. we got uh, uh, two books that, that I wrote, uh, Labor Leadership and then the, the Business Treasure Hunter, 10 Areas for Fast Exponential Growth. Jeremy Torres, uh, actually Jeremy at AtlanticBusinessCoaching.com, that's the website. And my phone number is 954-338-9799. Real easy. I'm everywhere. Yeah, and just to let everybody know, that is actually the number that's in the queue. So that is not like a special number that you're not going to get on where you're going to go like, you know, press one for so-and-so, press two for so-and-so. No, that's his real number, okay? So because he wants to communicate Absolutely. and talk because he knows he can help you. So please reach out to him. He's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. Jeremy, always yep, a pleasure. Yep, I made this spell too risk, but my life, but you are, you risk nothing when you work with me. <laughs> you totally don't. Like he doesn't even charge you. He's gonna he's gonna tell you how to do it, and he's gonna make sure it's working, and then he's gonna say, okay, yes. by the way, and you go, no problem. Take whatever you want. You want you want you anything exactly. that you want, you can have, dude. You can have anything you want. You made all this work for me. What a great great way to go about business. This is the new way. That's the new way you got to think about everything, everybody. All right, so it makes sense to me. 
Uh, thank you so much, Jeremy. We'll talk to you next month. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Ah, what a good man. And a smart, smart cookie. All right, so we've got uh, 1227. I've got, uh, I went a little bit over there because Jeremy is uh, such, it's hard to get him. He doesn't come on every single month because he can't, he's so busy, but I'm trying to get him to come on more often. We're going to, we have to make sure that we put him as a special segment as I'm redoing the show. And I am redoing it because there's so many people that, that deserve a little bit more than seven minutes. And I need to structure it so that you guys really, I mean, I'm going to overwhelm you with so much information. When I say, take out your pen and paper, you're like, Oh my God, Michelle, you, you mean like I just wrote a book. Yeah. That's basically what I want you to do. I want you to take so much notes and get all this incredible quality content that uh, it literally will change your, your life. Well, I got to go in the right order, business, life, community. And, and uh, you're going to get so much out of it because you, you need that now more than ever, more than ever. As the world is changing, what are we going to do? We're going to, we're going to first, we're going to save, we're going to save the country. We're going to save ourselves and we're all going to come together. It's going to be like magic, unbelievable magic. Real quick. I'm going to throw in a commercial there for brighteonstore.com, brighteonstore.com. Of course we have our show. We have two shows now, two shows now, brighteon.tv on Fridays. Our TV show is on uh, at 4 p.m. Pacific time. This is all live stuff, right? Remember I said editing for amateurs, we just go live, one and done, let's do it. So Friday's at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, and Jesus rocks is now, even though we're doing it live on Wednesdays, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Brighton is carrying it at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. So Brighton, sure, they've got great preparedness stuff. They've got amazing stuff for your health. You know, Mr. Mike Adams, the health ranger, all that stuff. And you get 5% off to use promo code HOME. So take a listen, and then we're going to go to The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. Brighteonstore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code HOME at checkout for additional savings. Great products over there. You might get some supplements, you know, because they're going to come at you with a political propaganda pandemic 2.0. And you want to make sure you got that immune system all nice and healthy. So my next guest. Uh, become like my new BFF, right? So uh, Joe Mobley, he's the host of the Joe Mobley Show, the number one uncloseted conservative radio show. Audience, big round of applause for Mobley. Mobley, how are you? I'm doing just fine. I'm outside. I'm outside on the walk. Hope you can hear me. I can. I, I can. It, uh, it was a little, little spotty at first, but I think we've eased in. Um, so I just want to remind everybody, uh, Joe Mobley was kind enough to ask me to step in literally at the last minute to host his show. And I said, of course, I'll do it. Not a problem. Because he was busy. He's busy networking. He's busy uh, in, in the uh, swamp taking care of uh, saving the country. So I had on Christy Hutcherson, who's coming on here shortly, and also Heidi St. John. And um, the Getter Live, the Getter Live went uh, out of control with the viewers. Mobley. It was the last I looked. It was twenty-one thousand six hundred. Twenty-one thousand six hundred views on the Getter. We're, it was bigger than all of the shows except for the War Room. Like for the past week, I went. Oh yeah. my god! Thanks, Mobley. Way to go, Mobley. How irrelevant I am because that's so. Those are numbers that only Michelle Swinnick puts up. Not not Joe Mobley on the Joe Mobley show. No, it's that's like, why they tuned in. They saw this. oh, they saw Joe Mobley. 
And they saw that they like Joe's got all these they got all these ladies on. I'm gonna have to tune into Joe. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, he's not here. So maybe they just list that that that, that could have been when they turned off that counted as a view. So maybe that's what it was. You never know. You never know. Yeah. So, so we'll, we'll take what we can get. Yeah, and we'll you're you're always trying to get. You're always trying to get me in trouble with the wife. I, I'm one of those <laughs> married guests as well. Yeah, they, uh, they all are. But here's the story. <laughs> Well, you have to let everybody a, know. I, let everybody know that you what you told me, um, what you said on on that very show about your wife and your show. Let them let them know that real quick, so they know that I'm on her side. Oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's weird, ladies. I I am. Well, I say young black man. I'm in my mid thirties, but for some reason, my biggest demographic of fans, people that come up to me to take selfies. People that send me emails, they're middle-aged white women, or we call them bobs. Uh, but, yeah, middle-aged or an older white lady, I don't know what it is. But I have a theory, but it's not decent for radio. So uh, you, you guys send me an email, com, and we can talk about my theory. Uh, but uh, I don't want to get you in trouble with the FCC. No, that's that's not a problem, right? They're all listening anyway. They're just waiting with bated breath to hear what we have to say. They can come at us and they go knocking on that front door and I say, "Rut row, what are we gonna do now, people?" But the, uh, the it's because Mobley's good looking. So I mean, I should say Mobley's good looking. So that's why they tune in, and it doesn't really matter as long as they tune in. Then they're like, "Oh God, he's actually pretty smart too." So I'm gonna listen to him because what he has to say is really good. So plug the show and tell us anybody exciting you got coming up. Tell me. Uh, uh, what, what do you want to share? You always got something in the bag of tricks. Now, I, I got to tether it to the, the last gentleman that was on. Coming out of the conservative closet. We need uncovered conservatives. Uh, sometimes that means that you walk out of your C-suite or you walk out of your partner job or whatever and you start your own, you build your own. We're doing it. Michelle's doing it. I'm doing it. Steve Stern's been doing it for decades. Uh, But here's the thing. And I know Michelle is going to tell you guys to get off of your butts and get, you know, make that Joshua uh, 159 moment. But here's the thing. It's going to cost you something. Whoever you are, it's going to cost you a relationship. It's going to cost you money. It's going to cost you time. It might cost you physical pain. I don't care. Do it anyway. When, when you watch my show, over my shoulder is Washington crossing the Delaware, freezing with a boat full of men, warriors going to fight. And so that was Christmas Eve, people. It's going to cost you something, and that's not an excuse. If you come to me and see me in person and hit me with that excuse, I'm going to slap you across the face. I promise you I'm in Virginia this verbal contract is binding. So that's, that's what I have to say. No and excuses it's well, allowed. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is it's, it's about sacrifice. And, and we talked about that on your show that was now episode 344. And then you can always catch it on the Mobley show on Gatter. It's, it's, it's still streaming right now, which is awesome. So you can catch that as soon as this is done. Don't, don't leave this show. You, you can catch them over after. Don't worry. And, we, and you can find them. You can find the show. It's a great episode. And we mentioned that. We talked about sacrifice. What are you willing to sacrifice? What is it worth to you? What is this country worth to you? What is your freedoms worth to you? And keep in mind, the freedoms uh, is not just you're thinking, oh, freedom like from what? For the first amendment, second? No, you're talking about all, all the personal freedoms, your business freedoms, your professional freedoms. Your uh, religious yeah, freedom. Don't, don't, walk up, don't walk up to Michelle 
don't walk up to Michelle or me or Steve and whisper that you're a fan or whisper that you like Donald Trump. No. No. The time for cowardice is over. Yeah, courage is contagious. And then once you keep in mind, once you commit, everything changes. That's all you got to do is you got to pick a lane. It is time to pick a lane because there's so many of us. And then you'd have to realize, well, and then you're thinking, I'm alone. No, 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 you're not alone. There's literally probably, and now there's probably 150, 175 million. But if, if we're all not loud, not like noisy loud, like Trump, you know, that lady that they always play. She's one of my favorites, that one. And, that, and the Obama phone lady. Those are my top two favorites of all time. The one that little pink pussy hat off, that's, the, that's the, the, the one I'm talking about. So we're not loud like that. We're actually loud, meaning we're just being, are opening our mouths and, and spewing out facts and, and, and love of country and love of God. It's really not that difficult. It's kind of what this whole country was founded on. It's the way it used to be when we were young. Uh, so that, that's what why I think, I think that's why my generation, Generation X, seems to be the most active in this movement because we're the really the last ones that had all that and we grew up with that you guys are a little bit different you know you guys are more of the gen what are you gen oh you're millennials oh right i'm a millennial millennial. that's why you're a ma you're you're i I really when you said that to me on the phone, you're like middle-aged white woman. And I was like, oh, I just automatically thought of my mom. And then I'm like, oh, wait a second. No, Michelle, you're in that category now. And I went, all I heard was womp, womp. <laughs> so, oh, my God, that's well, here's, you. I'm here's like, the thing. Yeah. It's like I, I feel bad for you all because I meet you all in person and you're just drawn to me. And I'm just like, it's okay. It's, it's like I didn't have a choice whether or not to like fried chicken or orange soda or watermelon. It's just, it's, it's like in your DNA. It's fine. You know, it's, it's okay. It's okay. As long as we're not laying hands and stuff, you know, I, I just, it's, just, it's oh. a fun time at the gym too. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. Um, speaking of I'm gym, sure. sorry for, yeah. for calling you at 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> their thing. Oh man, that is that is some good stuff, Mobley. See, this is why you got to tune into the Joe Mobley show, and he's crazy enough to do it five days a week, right? Isn't it one o'clock Eastern time, five days a week? You're throwing that out there, huh? I have been, and I did realize that I needed a work Too day. Much. And Stephen Crowder's, yeah, Stephen Crowder is Monday through Thursday, so I decided to take the day that he takes off and steal some of his market. So my show is Tuesday through Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. And you can watch the rerun on Monday if you really need some Joe Mobley in your life. <laughs> you just need a little Mobley to get your day going, right? A little get, to get your jam on. You just have to go ahead and get a little, uh, put a little Mobley into it. There's nothing wrong with that. I will highly encourage you watching that show. And then, you know, I'm here if you need me to do uh, a guest hosting again, because I really had a great time. It was, it was awesome. And I, uh, we're, we're just happy that we got the numbers that we did because the com the content was amazing. I mean, that's, it wasn't really necessarily me. It was the guests, right? Now I tell people this too. So since I, when I went, you know, full time Monday through Friday, I used to be once a week, my wife would watch every episode, listen to it. We'd get to talk about it. Uh, now, She's she's Joe. It's too much. She's like, oh, I don't listen to the episode. Well, Michelle, in the eleventh hour, I say, Hey, Michelle, you know, I'm just taking the week off. I'm working this conference. I'm kicking my butt. And Michelle jumps in, no questions asked. She says, What do you want to do? You want to have guests? The show isn't planned at all. She's like, I've got a plan. I've got guests. 
my wife looks at the thumbnail and she's like, oh my gosh, Heidi's going to be on your show. I'm going to watch. I'm like, you don't even watch. He doesn't even watch my show, but you're watching when Michelle's on. I'm in DC. And it, yeah, it was awesome. Truly, truly. Thank you. It, it was really some great content. Uh, and you know, you're always welcome. But it looks like, hey, for growth, I'm going to have to have you guest host at least every so often. Yep, whenever you need, whenever you need, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it was really, it's it's still rolling, which is awesome. So, yeah, anytime that you need me, I'm there. And, of course, we're going to have you uh, a little bit more integrated into the show. We're going to, we're going to work something out. You and I, we're going to talk off air. We'll figure that out. We're going to do some, we're going to do some more fun stuff together because we do have a good time when we, when we do the shows, especially on the video stuff. So, Plug the website. Give them anything that you uh, feel that you need to uh, share with them, and then then we'll 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 move on. Because I know you got stuff to do. You got to go to the gym, work out, lift up something heavy. Go go talk to your fans. You're middle aged women, which I realize I am one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, it's the Joe Mobley Show. It's the Joe Mobley Show dot com. The email. I love getting emails, and we know that big tech wants to sever our relationship. So just reach straight out to me. It's ask at vegamobilyshow.com. Ask, ask a question. If you're phonetically challenged, ask is an instrument a firefighter uses to open a door. Ask with a K uh, is, is how you ask a question. Uh, so it's ask at vegamobilyshow.com. That's the best way to get in touch with people. Email X. At the domain yeah. show. Well, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, I don't have that domain, folks. Yeah, and, and he doesn't use that word in the sense of the other word. So that's a, I think you made that quite clear earlier with several of your comments. So thank you. <laughs> thank you for bringing, bringing clarity to things, Joe Mobley, and making, uh, making things that normal, that people can't talk about that you can, right? Because that's the problem. That's the problem if you go ahead and you've got to be tiptoeing around I was at this political uh, correctness amongst other crap. You end up with the country that we're in, and it's not a good thing. So website one more time, my friend. I think we lost him. This is, this is the moment usually during the interviews that I have with him that we disappears or something happens, there's a communication issue, and then my, my cue is always, hi, NSA, hi, NSA. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that is, uh, that's it's what happens. What happens? This happens almost every single time. It happened when you and I did the show. At, uh, when I did your show, and it happened the other time when you were on my show on the TV show. So there, uh, there really is something because I don't. It, it's been on every show. But anyway, give give the website, and then I'm gonna bump. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We're being we're being watched. Somebody's watching. I know. Me. It's, it's them. It's, it's, that's yeah. what I get for working in intelligence like an idiot. Yeah, that's it's right. It's asked at the gym. Oh, no, it's not. It's thejimobleyshow.com. <laughs> Thanks, Michelle. Thanks so much. Yeah. Always a pleasure. You're welcome, my friend. Go do what you got to do today. Keep up the great work. I and mean, you can tune in to the Joe Mobley Show now. It's going to be Tuesdays through Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern time. I encourage you to check it out. You follow him on the Get Her. Apparently, that's the cool kid spot nowadays to go hang out. So it is 1242. And uh, I said I was going to stick on the clock today. Christy Hutcherson, 
is running late, so I don't know if I'm going to be able to fit her in. I might be able to stick her in at the end, right, because we're going to take this till like, three. Gail's coming on at three, and then we'll talk for 20, 25 minutes. Maybe I can bring Christy on them, and we'll play it by ear. We're going to bob and weave. I don't know what's going to happen on live or radio. That's what we do, especially on the TV show. So, uh, yeah, so my next guest, before I bring her on, I, gotta, I want to plug, I want to plug Jesus Rocks again one more time. Kind of a big deal that we're now over on Brighteon. So we're going to be on Brighteon TV, Brighteon.tv. So not only is the TV show there, which is on Fridays at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, the, the, uh, the replay of Jesus Rocks is now as part of the Brighteon lineup, right? That's uh, the cool thing about it is the faith-based broadcasting Sunday lineup. And we're right there in the very beginning. So we're at 9.30 a.m. I uh, well, remember, I have to go slow during the time zones. <laughs> the problem is, is when I picked the times for the shows, I picked all different ones. So that, well, some I couldn't pick, but yeah, they're all different times. So you kind of think maybe we should actually kind of refigure what time the shows are actually on because now I've got uh, four different shows to keep track of a different time zones. So it's at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. That's 6.30, a little early for the Arizona, but you can always catch the show live or on demand when we do it on Wednesday. So before I do that, I want to, I got to set up a couple things here and I got to mention a few things because I'm, uh, I, uh, I said, I want to get back to the original format, original format of the show. There's something about being, uh, you know, going back to uh, the basics, going back to originalness, right? That's something that uh, I think we all should give it a try. But when Mobley was talking, he was mentioning Washington, George Washington, first president, right? And he was mentioning, he's that picture he's got in the background with the boat they're going across. Uh, I think it was Delaware. I should know this stuff, right? Uh, on Christmas Eve. Well, it reminded me, oh my gosh, I have put together the whole series of Save America episodes, original episodes that we've done over the years uh, of amazing ones that I have on the website, right? And I have as part of the take action menu. And one of them is episode 127. I know it's old, has a, an incredible blog that we did with it. And that was Rick Manning with uh, Americans for Limited Government. And he's brilliant. He, he had just come off doing this amazing speech at an event he did. And this was done October, I think it was 26 of 2020. So it was before the election. And he came on the show because we talked about the election. We talked about how most Christians don't vote, right? There was a huge number, a huge percentage of Christians that don't vote in elections. And we were, and he gave this amazing speech. So he incorporated part of the speech into the interview. And it was, it was a whole, it, part of it was about Washington and the sacrifices that they made and his, and the troops. And it was, you know, the sad part was, as I'm listening to it, I don't remember learning any of that stuff in school. Like, you know, you heard about Washington. I grew up in New Jersey. So the, one of the roads in my town, Bridgewater, because Washington and a whole bunch of people actually came through the whole town was Washington Valley Road, named after Washington. But you know, think especially, in, oh, by the way, my high school mascot was a Minuteman. <laughs> right? So we're in the heart, central New Jersey, we're in the heart of all this history. And you think we would have actually learned more about it. And I don't remember a lot of that. I don't remember the story. So it's really, it's an amazing episode. So if you go over to the take action menu, everything home about us.com, I'm looking at the clock 1245. So I want to make sure we're tight. Well, bring on Lucy on at 1248 at everything home, not at take the ad out. Remember we don't ask or we don't ask. It's no at everything home about us.com. And if you look on the take action menu, right, right. Well, you're going to do There's a lot of stuff on there, right? It's not just our show. It's, it's guests. It's other re- incredible resources, a bunch of our episodes, our shows, but other people too, right? So whenever I find somebody that has something great or uh, a resource 
or especially some of the, all of our partners that are on here. How many partners do we have in live? I got like, cue the partner list, 405 partners, 976 live segments. Oh, my gosh, that's a lot. And um, go to Save America episodes. And it's episode 127. I encourage you to check that out. There's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm putting only like whoppers in there, like really amazing episodes. So it's not just uh, uh, something like, oh, that one's okay. No, ones that you just go, wow. And it was interesting. That episode, I listened to it about uh, three months ago and because he was on the show recently. He was on the show a couple months ago. And I was like, oh, my God, because we talked about the election. And I was talking about them cheating. And I was talking about them finding ballots in the trunk of their cars, which normally they did. You know, like the guy from uh, Minnesota, the one that used to be on Saturday Night Live, that's how he won. They found the ballots in the trunk, right? So then all of a sudden he won by like 300, not knowing what they were going to do. So it was really interesting. And, and the whole conversation and the setup and stuff was that it's actually more meaningful now than when we actually did it. So I encourage you to check that one out. And um, in the meantime, before I bring her on, uh, I'm going to play one of my favorite little segments because we're talking to you today about taking action. It's take action August and it's about standing up, speaking up and showing up. Right. And then if there's so many of us, but yeah, we're not really doing enough. We're not putting our back into it. We're not doing what we need to do. So you're thinking, well, we, well what can we do? Uh, I'm going to play this little piece from a bug's life. And then I'm going to bring on Lucida Grousey, the star of Jesus Rocks Live. Yeah, I, I get not even five minutes. That's it. Yeah, my show's been hijacked, people. There was that ant that stood up to me. Yeah, but we can forget about him. Yeah, it was just one ant. Ooh. One ant. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just one ant. Yeah, boss. They're puny. Hmm, puny. Say, let's pretend this brain is a puny little ant. Did that hurt? Nope. Well, how about this one? Are you kidding? <laughs> well, how about this? You let one ant stand up to us, then they all might stand up. Those puny little ants outnumber us a hundred to one. And if they ever figure that out, there goes our way of life. It's not about food. It's about keeping those ants in line. That's why we're going back. Does anybody else want to stay? Hmm, I like that emoji, that little emoji with the hand on his face going, hmm. All right, so we're going to change gears, but it's not really changing gears because when we're talking about faith, faith encompasses everything. And that's the problem. We put God last, didn't even bring him in, and look where we are now, everybody. So I want to bring up my next guest and my, I can't say co-host because it's actually host of our show. So Lucy DeGrazia, she's a faith advisor, worship leader, scripture expert, nuclear honey badger, and host of our new show, Jesus Rocks Live, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time and on Bright on TV on Sundays. That's brighttown.tv on Sundays at 6.30 a.m. Pacific time. Audience, big round of applause, please. Lucy DeGrasse. Well, hi there. Hi. Hi, how's How it going? You? So interesting to play the, uh, the ants and the grasshoppers because uh, let's go right to Proverbs 31, 25. Ants, there are four things on earth that are small but unusually wise. Ants, they are not strong, but they store up food all summer. Huh? Shouldn't we be doing that right now? Like the ants, right? Uh, the badger. 
they're not powerful, but they make their homes among the rocks, solid ground, right? The locusts, they have no king, but they march in formation. They can cooperate and follow orders, right? And the lizards, the lizards are easy to catch, but even they are found in king's palaces because they're fearless. So right there, you know, be prepared, use wise building, uh, cooperate with each other, and be fearless. Okay, I'm done. Let's go. Well, I need to be honest with the audience. I need to be honest. I played <laughs> that. You did not know I was going to play that, and I haven't played it in a while on this show. So you, that was not, none of that was planned. So what you had prepared, no idea. Had not, I had no idea because I was just doing it because I, I, I was playing it off of what Joe was saying and not – and Lois not, had nothing to do with what you were going to say. So, I, and when I say she's an expert, <laughs> <Me either. laughs> so this is this is what happens. This is what's been happening since Lucy first came on the show. I'm going to give them a little bit of background about you, even though that you know, people that have been listening should should know. It's 12:51. Keep an eye on the time. So, um, yeah, yeah. She, she first Satan, came on the Satan show. Satan started the whole thing. She did. Satan started it. <laughs> Satan, Satan was brewing it, right? Satan's like, uh, I'm going to come to Scottsdale. And then all of a sudden, Lucy and Michelle are really going to become friends. And then she's going to come on your show. I'm like, what's going on? I'm like, what? So, yeah, you came on the show. It was, I'm looking it up because I didn't even think to bring it up. And it was episode, it was, um, it was episode 288, 288. And it was because this Church of Satan was coming to do their big conference first annual here in Scottsdale, Arizona, which of course the city welcomed with open arms because they wanted to be inclusive, just like allowing men to turn into a woman for five minutes to just go in the bathroom of their choosing, which keep that in mind, people, when you're going to vote, anybody that is currently in your city councils, anywhere in the uh, Phoenix area, Phoenix, Scottsdale, Mesa, all them, they all thought it was a great idea to pass the ordinance. This was last summer. They say, yes, that's great. Go ahead. If you're a, a, a dirty old pervert man that wants to be a woman for five minutes to go pee next to a girl who's six years old. They all said that was amazing and all voted unanimously. So keep that in mind when you go vote tomorrow because you are voting in person day of. Do not be a mule. So, Lucy, since then, uh, we've put together uh, our Joshua moment. you become my personal faith advisor, and now we've got the show Jesus Rocks. So uh, I will let you kind of take it from here because I gave you a whole bunch to work with. Uh, Well, yeah, I mean, well, you started with, uh, you were talking about, you know, how Christians don't vote. And I I think that, I think we're over that because that was like really, that was really popular for a while. Like, oh, you know, Christians are too good to vote. We're not going to get involved with the government, whatever. But that's how we got 64 million dead babies, um, you know, since 1973, because we're too good to be, you know, to participate in anything. Um, so I think we've finally gotten over that attitude, but, but now I also see the attitude of um, we're literally still being led astray because we go, oh, well, we got we to gotta vote for, for whoever can win, for whoever can beat the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Well, hmm, let's think about that. Are, is, is, your, is the one who can win going to uphold the uh, light, right to life, or are they going to maybe amend the Constitution to give us abortion up to 15 weeks? I mean, you guys, we have to know these things. You have to know your candidates now. And I think for Christians, it's really easy. You know, we used to say, uh, we used to say you know, the liberals are, are so bad because, they, you know, they hone in on, on one issue and they only vote based on one issue. They don't look at the bigger picture. And usually for the liberals, that issue was abortion. It was always abortion. They were so focused on it 
We're only going to vote for candidates who are going to allow us to kill babies. And here we go. Yeah, no, no, we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on the economy. We want to focus on a candidate who's going to give us low taxes. Who's going to get... And then at the end of the day, we call ourselves Christians. If we are Christians, our first thing, we should have the same myopic narrow-mindedness that the liberals have when they vote on one issue. And it should be right to life. It should be children. It should be what are you, what kind of candidate are you for the freedoms of my children, for the freedoms of the unborn? That's what we need to be asking because at the end of the day, this is Satan's world, prince of the power of the air. Think about what that means. Their whole world is controlled not by God right now. All of our systems of laws, everything, because we've allowed it. God says, I give you government. I've ordained the government, and the government is to be a terror to anyone who would try to harm you because you are my people, right? So think about what the federal government, they should, be, they should be keeping our roads and bridges safe, and they should be a terror to any outside invader who might want to come in and harm the people here. And look at what our system of government really is right now. we got an open border, so we want the people to come in here to harm us, right? They want these people in. And they're doing everything they can to, to switch around what God ordained in government, right, to protect us. They're actually, they're actually the ones who are, are, are prosecuting us, right? So we need to get our minds around Christians need to be very active in our government. So if you're out there, you have a pastor who happens to be stepping out of his pulpit and running for, for office, that's a no-brainer, okay? Even though, you know, a lot of our pastors are kind of misled right now, they're still better than, you know, than, uh, uh, than voting for a secular politician who's just going to do whatever he wants to do. So we need to keep the feet to the fire. We need to be more active in our government. And we need to be more active in our faith because the way we've been lied to by our government, the great deceiver is Satan. And if you can lie to you about, like, little things in your government, think about the spiritual that he's lied to us about. And that's what this whole... Wednesday morning show is about to get your minds around. We've been lied to in our churches as well. It's not just the government. It's not just the fastest of us. It's not just the, the education system that is indoctrinating us against our, our own history. Satan's been indoctrinating us against our, our God. And we, our lines are so blurred now, Michelle, that with this whole new age stuff, we don't even know. Is it Jesus? Is it Najee? I think it's Jesus. Yeah, it's Jesus because he makes me feel good. And we don't even know who Jesus is. And um, that's, that's what I want to get, get to. And that's the reason, and I'm, I'm grateful that you've given me the platform to talk about these things and bring the church back to the truth. Because the truth is, we've been taught one side of Jesus and the love and everything, but we haven't been taught the other side. We haven't been taught the, the wrath. We haven't been taught about the demons and, and how we have the power to control this demonic realm. How we should be dominion here and yet we've given dominion literally the machines everything else to to the powers that be who we know biblically are not on our side but yet we do it anyway so that's basically a little trailer for for what our show is and there's there's no holds barred we're talking about everything um nothing's off the table in in our group because i want us to be comfortable i want us to be able to come let's reason together let's figure it out None of us are experts. We've been trusting the experts to teach us. We've been trusting the science. We've been trusting the doctors. 
We've been trusting the pastors, and look at where we are. So it's time to trust God and dig in for our own selves and let God show us the truth. So that's what we're doing on Wednesday mornings, and um, and that's how God God wins because He wins with us. He wants us. It's all about relationship with the Creator, and uh, Satan wants us to fall. And when we fall, where do we go? Down. God wants us to go up, right? So naturally, we want to strive to keep going up towards the light with God, and Satan's going to try to keep bringing us down. So we just have to keep that fight, hold on to each other, and hold on to the truth. That is Jesus Christ, because he is the savior of the world. We, we don't have Trump is not our savior. Politicians are not our savior. Getting rid of the machines will not be our savior. Jesus is our savior. So we need to make sure that, that he is the savior, the king of your soul, the savior of your life, and, uh, and, and then move on from there and start to grow in the faith. But, yeah, I love the fact that you brought in the ants, because we really need to be prepared right now. Um, it oh. is not... It's not not trusting God to be prepared. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs 30, right? Right? The ants are prepared. They store food all summer. If you don't store, if you're not preparing, then you're literally just flying in the face of whatever. We need to be prepared. So, you know, have some water, have some food. Look at you. Open your eyes. Look what's going on right now. They're they're killing all our animals. They're 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 shutting down all the food manufacturing. It's coming. It's coming, so let's be ants. Let's be prepared. Well, the only thing I can say at this point is I want to apologize to everyone that's listening because this should have happened five months ago. So I don't know if you want to blame me or if you want to blame Lucy, but she would have been, what, what she's been <laughs> holding back, what she's been holding back, like when she first came on the show in January, if we would have kicked this off in January, you would have had five more months of listening to that and learning with that, and you would have been five months five months more ahead in your whole life. Then the, the, you know, to be honest with you, the country might be a little bit different right now because then enough people would have kind of figured this out and actually came around and was like, okay, Jesus is my savior. I'm going to get that hat. Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. And things might be a little bit different, but it's not too late, everybody. It's not too late because you can join Lucy. It's never too late. And, and literally, I come in, uh, we've restructured it. I'm, I'm on for like literally five minutes. The show's been hijacked. And it's all Lucy for the full hour. She plays the guitar in the beginning. And then she does the preaching. She talks about the scripture. We've got the live chat that you can participate it's in. It's interactive. Sure that we're, right. It's interactive. We want to make yeah. sure that you participate, make your comments, ask mm-hmm. your questions. And then people can pray together. And I'm telling you, and then she's bringing in the current events and other things that are going on, things that people w- are not talking about. They're starting to a little bit, but should literally gloves are off the whole time. I mean, if you just listen to the last episode, which was episode 343, eh, you're just going to go, oh, my God, I can't believe that they're talking about this stuff that I kind of knew about, I heard about, and it needs to be talked about. Lucy goes right for the jugular, and she just throws it all out there because it's important. We're talking about the children, saving the children. She's not talking about a drink crone. She was talking about all kinds of things that are going on, the mm-hmm. of worshiping and stuff. And it's real. So this is in the Bible. And, of course, you, you know, it's, uh, it's things that are going on. So you can join us. Go to JesusRocksLive.com, JesusRocksLive.com. You register for the chat. We're doing all of the streaming on all the platforms so you can always catch it. It's going to be an hour. We're going to get you in and out, right? Get a little, you, get to, you get your God on. You get a little Jesus in your jam. So we're going to take care of all that. And Lucy, at the end, she plays the guitar one more time. She always tries to get out of it. And I yell in the background, no, it's my favorite part. Don't worry. <laughs> you're, going to get, you're, going to, you're going to get the beginning and the end with the guitar. And I'm telling you, I listened to them probably like three or four times before 
the following the next week comes around because it, I get new things about it every single time. And that's also on the top of our take action menu. You can and it's through CloudHub event. We're doing it on a CloudHub event. And that's the chat we're going to monitor through. And yeah, I mean everything that we're doing is connecting what we're living through with 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 the truth of God um, because we're, we've really been led astray. Um, and we need to get back to the truth of God. And when you go out to vote tomorrow, pray, 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 and then vote smart. Hand in. If you have a mail-in ballot, you void that thing out and you hand it in. You don't put it in a, a drop box in the, in the building. It's not any safer in the building than it is in the parking lot drop box. Trade it in. Get a new ballot and, and uh, pull out your blue pen and vote and stick it in the machine and pray some more, okay, because God does answer prayer. And, you know, pray for the healing of our country, Second uh, Chronicles 7, 14. You know, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and return and pray, I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. It's time we get on our knees, people. It's time you put your faith in action. Before you cast that ballot, you pray. If you don't know how to pray, Jesus taught us how to pray. It's called the Lord's Prayer, the Our Father. Everybody knows it. If you, if you call yourself a Christian, pray pray because it works god is listening he's very close he's right here with us he loves us he wants to help us he's not this kind of god who's sitting up there with his arms folded any of you who are parents you would never do that with your own children why would you think god is a god that does that to us he doesn't he's our heavenly father he loves us he wants us to come to him he wants to help us he wants to be there with us so pray talk to him especially tomorrow, the big day for us here in Arizona. We're going to get all of our elections stolen once again. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you don't need to contribute to it. Like she said, make sure you do not just go over there and drop off your ballot. You're going to go ahead and vote in person, and you're going to run to the machine. And I don't even know if they give you the stickers anymore, but make sure you get your sticker, and you can vote in person. Make sure you bring a blue ballpoint pen because uh, they're going to try to give you these black uh, fake Sharpie things and just throw it on the floor and go out the way you're supposed to, and then we'll, we'll worry yeah, no, about no, the machines later. No, no, they're not Sharpies this time. They're, pen, they're no. Pentel players. They're Pentel, yeah. It's a different name. It's, again, they just, they just, they're just changing the definition of things because it's just, you know, that's all it is, global warming, climate change. You know what I mean? It's the exactly. same thing. It's the same scam, guys, yeah. same scam. They just change it. Like, uh, you know, there's not a, a recession. Uh, yeah, okay, whatever. Uh, Lucy, thank you so much for coming on and uh, plugging that. So uh, amazing. Ama- I told you guys she's amazing. You just got to tune in, and it's Wednesdays, and it's free, and I'm telling you, this will change your life. Go enjoy your day, my friend, and thank you so much. I appreciate awesome. you. Love you. Love you, Talk too. Ah. I told you, I told you guys, absolutely amazing, life-changing stuff. JesusRocksLive.com, and then, of course, on Brighteon.tv on Sunday mornings at 6.30 a.m. Pacific Time, 9.30 a.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, we're doing it Wednesdays here, live, okay, live, JesusRocksLive.com. Uh, I've got to bring on my next guest. Now, my next guest, uh, I need to kick off the Patriotic Soapbox. I'm five minutes behind. And I didn't mean to do that. So I was doing so good. So I apologize to Heidi. And uh, let's get this soapbox on the road. Okay, guys. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, 
the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. All right, it's time for Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, and we got six special guests today in our grassroots candidate showcase. And to kick it off, it's one bad arse. Should I say bad arse? One bar, bad arse lady, I'm telling you. So uh, Heidi St. John, she's the only conservative congressional candidate for Washington, okay? The only conservative congressional candidate in the state of Washington for District 3. Don't be fooled by anybody else that's running. She's a mom, small business owner, nationally known education expert, homeschooling guru, host of the podcast Off the Bench with Heidi St. John, and a woman who's firmly planted in her faith and proud to shout it from the rooftop. She's the model for the new version of what politicians should sound like. So if you're elected and selected elites, do not sound like Heidi. You need to find the ones that do. Again, we deserve more. And we deserve more from the people that are, quote, unquote, representing us. So, audience, big round of applause for God and Country Love and Faith and Freedom Fighting, People Inspiring, Truth Exposing, Podcast Hosting, Children Teaching, Book Writing, Grassroots Representing, Common Sense, Cap Wearing, America First, and We the People Leading Lady. <laughs> Heidi St. John, it's been so long. Hey, how are you? I am good. We had an amazingly successful show. I enjoyed meeting you. You had your leopard print on. You are ready to take on the rhinos and get rid of all the demons that are in Washington State, District 3. That was Joe Mobley's show we did on Thursday. And as I looked this morning, uh, we're streaming on Getter, and we had 21,600 views. So thank you for being a part of that. I think it was probably all the great stuff you said. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, well, it's great to be there. Yes. So give, uh, let's, let's start this off with what do you want people to know? What do they need to do? Your guys' primaries tomorrow, ours is tomorrow, and these are very, very important primaries in states because it's going to set the precedent as to uh, where things are going to head in this country. Well, I think the main thing that you know, we're trying to do right now is just get out the vote. People need to vote. And I think uh, you know, it, the, the primaries are very, very important. They determine who's going to come to the dinner. Right. So who would be the top two people that actually come to the banquet? And of those top two people, only one will represent in Congress. And so for me right now, I mean, we really are shifting our attention and our energy just to people getting out and voting. And you said something really important at the top of the show, which is you cannot, it's the the time when we can just trust that somebody put an R behind their name and that made them a conservative is over. That is absolutely mm-hmm. over. There are people infiltrating the, the um, conservative movement, the Republican Party, who are just posing as Republicans, and they are not Republicans. They are here to disrupt, to upend, to overturn what we have been uh, known for for many, 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 many years, and that is conservatism. We can never be a party of personality. We've got to be a party of policy. So people need to determine uh, the best fit, and then vote their conscience, and don't just rely on whether or not someone says they're a, they're a Republican. Yeah, and that's a great reminder, and it's something that will final. It needs to penetrate everybody's brains, right? Because everybody's thinking, well, who endorsed who? I'm like, whoa, 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 time out there. And a lot of things I'm hearing now too is, well, who's the candidate that can win in November? I said, no, 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 no. We don't. We can't. It's old school ideology because obviously what we've done in the past. Hasn't worked. So definition of right. insanity, same thing over and over, expecting different results. I'm kind of thinking you think we would actually kind of clue in, but people just kind of fall into that. Like I can't tell you how many people. Like, I'm sure you had these conversations too, 
where they're they're saying they're saying that they uh, they're going to go drop off their ballot today, and I'm like, oh my god, why are you being a mule? And then once you explain it, they go, oh, that's a good point. So that there is just and it was not just so long ago that we would normally go to the polls as opposed to having these uh, these flooding of ballots. So it's like I just wonder at what what point is uh, I got to shake everybody, right? So so that's what you guys are trying to do on the ground there because you've got. You, um, you've got uh, competition that's not worthy of being representing we the people, and they don't. Do you want to mention that too? Because I think it's just important only because they, they, Joe Kent has Trump's endorsement, but then again, as I mentioned on Mobley Show, well, Mehmet Oz has his endorsement too, and right. that's a really bad, dangerous man who believes in Sharia law and gender re transgender reassection, whatever. I mean, it's, uh, you know, the, lo- the list is long. So you have to really, you know, almost think for yourself and listen to the person, listen to the people. So I can't, I'll let you comment on that because I think it's important. Yeah, it's, it's very important. And President Trump, who I respected as a president, I voted for him in 2016 and again in, in 2020. Uh, I loved his policies. I wish he would have stayed off of Twitter but I really appreciated his policies and what he did for the country. I mean, certainly you could argue that we were safer. We were, we were better off economically. You know, we, we weren't seeing the kinds of terrorist actions that we have seen under the Biden administration, you know, for the last now two years. It's been a nightmare. But the fact of the matter is Trump doesn't always get it right. And when we start making our party a party of personality rather than policy, we are going to suffer. And that's what's happening with Trump's endorsement. So yes, Trump endorsed my opponent in this race. It was shocking to me. This is a guy who just spent the last 10 years as a Democrat in Portland who voted for Bernie Sanders uh, in the last elections in Oregon. In 2020, he voted for Bernie in the, in mm. the primaries there. And then when he was outed, he came up with a lie about you know Operation Chaos, and he was actually trying to help Trump, which I find to be laughable at best. And your Trump comes in and endorses him. Well, you rightly pointed out Trump endorsed Mehmet Oz over Kathy Barnett, a proven conservative, fantastic woman. She would have been amazing in the Senate. And then he, uh, years ago, he, uh, he endorsed Mitt Romney. He gave money to Ugh. Kamala Harris, this guy who doesn't have a good history of endorsement or really, frankly, of surrounding himself with good and wise people. And we saw this mm-hmm. in, his, uh, in his administration. And so just because you liked him as president, doesn't mean that every decision that he makes is the right one. And it doesn't mean that I'm disparaging the president by disagreeing with him on these issues. I think that he's wrong. And one of the reasons that we're in trouble as a country right now is that we have decided to make our politicians into celebrities. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's looking for how many hits can we get on Fox News and how many followers on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook, you know, and it's a, it's a sad time for freedom because these politicians are more interested in gaining the favor of the people that follow them on social media than actually doing the right thing that the party that they are there to represent stands for. And that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. So when I look to the person in my race, Joe Kent, that, uh, that Trump endorsed, all I can do is sit and scratch my head and wonder what the heck was going on when that endorsement came down, because this is a guy with absolutely zero record of conservatism. A zero record of standing up for the pro-life movement, zero record of voting for the things that we care about as conservatives. And I grew up in Portland, and listen, when you're a Democrat in Portland, you're a Democrat. And I'm not saying that people can't change. They can, absolutely. And we're seeing that happen, which I praise God, people starting to wake up and say, hey, the Democrats are dangerous. 
You know, they're dangerous to freedom, as a matter of fact. And so when that's happening, I'm looking around and I'm going, okay, if, if you have discovered that and you are no longer a Democrat and you want to switch over to the Republican Party, great, we welcome you. Here's the, uh, here's the training manual for how we think as conservatives. And just because when someone becomes a Christian, we welcome them. We're so excited to see that they want to they want to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. But you don't turn around six months later and make them the pastor of your church. Mm-hmm. You say, hey, would you like to be a greeter? Would you like to help out in the parking lot? You know, would you like to help us pass the plate on Sunday morning or whatever? And that's kind of what's happening here with, uh, with my opponent. He says he's a brand-new baby conservative. Well, I'm like, welcome to the party. I'm glad that you're here. But we're not going to send you to Congress until we know for sure that you understand the principles of conservatism and that you'll stand on them. Right now, he's saying he's a populist. That's dangerous. Populism and conservatism are not the same thing. Yeah, you bring up a great point. You know, there's this always this rush with the American people to worship false idols. And I, I don't know yeah. at what point we're going to wake up to that, that it's a bad thing, right? So they, they put Anthony Fraudji on a pedestal and look how that turned out, right? And then all of a sudden now you've right. got these politicians that they're fawning over or they're, 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 they're putting, like I said, on, on these pedestals. And you're like, no, 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 you got to back. Hold on, everybody. Time out. Time out. Put the brakes on it. They are your employees. So why are you gushing over what they're saying when what they're saying, if you think about it, most of them, there's not a lot of teeth to what they're saying. And a lot of it is maybe more of a talking point. But I, I want to know what have they been doing? What are they current doing? Because I give this analogy on my shows, especially when the, the, the candidates that are going to be on this six-person showcase, the grassroots candidate. I've been on my shows before. Heidi is technically is new to this show, but she's not new to me because I just had her on Mobley show. So technically she's like all part of the family now. And what my, my examples that I always give is that when I said something, what are you doing? Well, I'm running. So what are you running for? What does that mean? I'm running. I'm running. Okay, so what have you done? What, give me the Janet Jackson version. What have you done for me lately? And they then they say what they're going to do when they get in. I said, okay, well, what have you done? I said, because I have many, many friends that are in the grassroots movement. They have full-time jobs. They have families. They have lives. They have animals. They have hobbies. They go on vacation. They do normal things. But they also go to all the rallies. They actually organize events. They're precinct committee man. They're actually running their, their districts. And they have, like, multiple groups constantly online, and they're doing all this stuff. And they're not running for anything. So then when I have these people that are running, these people that are running, I said, well, what? I don't understand. So I give the example. They said, well, are you like, uh, do you do do things like Gail does or do you do things like Patty does? They said, no, no, I'm going to do it when I get in. I said, okay, so on this magical date, when all of a sudden you get now in office, you're going to become a whole different person because you're not doing anything now that a lot of people that I know that are doing that are doing everything else in addition to that. So that's another thing to keep in mind when you're talking about this is for, you know, kind of my PSA, as I mentioned, we do PSAs on the show. They're Patriot Service Announcements, not the one that uh, I got public service announcements that cost tax dollars that are paid for by, like, PBS and all that kind of stuff. And, um, uh, and you've got to keep that in mind because what, what makes you think they're going to magically turn into another person? Because they haven't been doing it now. There's no reason they can't do it now. And, and, and uh, Heidi's been doing it. She's like, when I say homeschool guru, guru uh, she's a homeschool guru because she actually has a, a business that was created from that. Okay. And then she's also has had her show, I believe it was for eight years and she's active in the community. So then you've got other people that just kind of show up and then they put on the, the outfits, they, they, they talk the talk 
and there's nothing to it. And then we put them on these pedestals and then we get what we deserve, which is what's in there now. We just, we just yep. keep making it worse. Heidi, we don't, we're not, we're not fixing our own problems and we are the only people that can fix it. We yeah, that's right. That's right. And I think, you know, it's the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again and expecting different results. And in, in like I think you and I talked about last time, I think conservatives as a general rule are, we're not fighters, right? Right. We want to go to church on start businesses. We're good citizens. We want to raise our kids to love the country and love each other. And what we have not realized is that over the last few decades, we've had people literally infiltrating every aspect of our culture, right? The radical left in this country, they own the mainstream media. They own our fully own our education system. We sadly learned in the last two years, they own our medical institutions. Many of these Mm -hmm. doctors are bought and sold by big pharma and these leftist organizations that are driven by agendas that are so dangerous and so mind boggling, mind bogglingly evil that we're going to have to do more than just uh, vote. We're going to have to get involved. We're going to have to start uh, getting, putting our money where our mouth is, getting behind candidates who we know are going to do the right thing. And I think for so long we just assumed that it was enough for us to vote, and we've realized, sadly, in the last five years it's not enough anymore. And freedom isn't free, and freedom's not mm-hmm. going to defend itself. We have to do that. And so you're right. I've been doing that for the last 17 years, going back and forth to my state houses and back and forth to Washington, D.C., studying the Constitution, learning the issues of freedom. Someone asked me the other day, why haven't you run? for an office before now. Well, it's because I've been raising seven children for the last 30 years. And I felt like that was the more important thing for me to do. And in fact, uh, it it was, it is, it was the right choice. And uh, I am now turning my attention to being a voice for freedom for the United States as a representative from Washington state. And these are the kinds of people that the founding fathers had in mind when they Mm -hmm. called men to get off of their farms and off of their plantations and to leave their jobs and their families and to come and serve for a season. That's what we're supposed to do. But instead we've got these elected officials, these, these unelected officials like, you know, Father Fauci, the high priest of the Branch Covidians, you know, one of the highest paid unelected <laughs> officials anywhere in our government. Yeah. And that has happened because of our uh, inaction. And so we allow these career politicians to be there year after year after year. They form their club. They go out and have caviar and wine every evening. And they are making decisions for us that are literally altering the future of our children. And we've got to stop this. And so I'm not running because I need the job. I'm not running because I need the money. I certainly don't need the platform. I'm running because I love this country. And I'm tired of watching the left destroy it. And I'm tired of it. I'm looking now at my grandchildren. I have four grandchildren. And I'm looking at what's ahead for them. And the country that I'm looking at right now is unrecognizable to me as a patriot. And that's why I'm running. And this is what it's going to take. Men and women of courage who are willing to give of what the founding fathers said was their time, their treasure, and their sacred honor, meaning your reputation. You put it on the line. That's what I did when I ran for Congress. And I'll tell you what, you know, there's a reason why normal people, right, don't run for office. Mm-hmm. I ran for office and my opponent immediately started attacking me. Within two months, it started attacking me. Uh, they sent they sent all kinds of things around the district that I have uh, harboring sex offenders that I have filed for bankruptcy multiple times that I'm divorced that my my business has been closed for failure to pay federal taxes all of these things are lies and I'll tell you what a lie can get around the district three times for the truth has a chance to get its shoes on and you and we have to be willing to stand up to that stuff you have to be willing to say no that wasn't me and then you pray like crazy you recognize it's a spiritual battle. And you can't fight a spiritual battle using a carnal weapon. We need to send men and women who know how to wield a spiritual weapon into positions of authority in this country or we're going to lose the country. 
Yeah, it's pretty simple when you think about it, right? You're thinking, oh, this is kind of basic, but we've moved so far away from it. And then all of a sudden you've been, people have been in, in, like indoctrinated and brainwashed with this new method and these new ways. And you're going, wow, this doesn't, this doesn't make any sense. So it's when you have the voice of reason right in front of you, it may, it right. almost like it's too good to be true. So I'm, 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 I'm putting you right there with you and Candace Taylor as the two politicians. I've had a lot of politicians on my show and I've also listened to a lot to, or, candidates. I don't want to say politician because um, that has a negative connotation. Let's are going to say conservative right. Ca- candidate, right? Because you're going to change the definition of what a politician is once you're, once you're in there. And then you're going to come to Arizona yeah. after you do your stint there because we need you here. We need help here. You got to teach, you got to teach some of these people what to do. Um, but it, it, it is, yeah, it, you know, I think it's almost like sometimes you'll, you'll, he- you'll hear someone like you and then they're like, uh, well, that's so different than what I'm used to. Well, yeah, what you're used to has been wrong. You've been conditioned to think that well, you know, if somebody that has maybe some of the talking points, but no substance, or because because mm-hmm. a bunch of other people are saying rah rah rah, that's that's not got that's not getting anybody anywhere. I mean, it's happening here, it's happening in other states, and and it's almost like people just need to go back and trust their own intuition and rely on facts, right? Because as you mentioned, most people don't get involved into the political arena because they know it is, it is ugly and evil. Well, it's ugly and evil only against people that actually have the qualifications because most of the people in there are not qualified. They are not qualified right. either. They don't care about you. They don't care about the country. They just want to get in because once you get in, you're in, you're in the club, you're in the elected selected elite. Again, it's not even in our, our Republican party. I don't want to say our because, uh, and I mean our, not the letter R. And as you said, yes, there's an R next to your name. It means you're a rhino until you prove to me you're not. And in in that world now, it is not Republicans and Democrats when it comes to the people in office. At all different levels, it doesn't matter. It's literally a uniparty. And it is them versus us, we the people. And the one we need to get our arms around that because our the GOP and the RNC is more dangerous to the grassroots and the common sense, we the people, than the Democrats are to us. And I see it at all different levels in every single state, and I'm sure Washington is one of them. So um, don't fall into don't fall into that trap and literally listen to people. And kind of go with your gut yeah. and be, you know, yeah. what's, which is the one that really is like you that, is, that, again, has the track record, somebody who's been doing, not somebody who's going to do when they get in there that magical day. That's not a qualified person. Guaranteed it's not qualified. It's right there. And if you don't have a small yeah, business, that's... you're not qualified. It's not qualified. You've been in nope. office, that really almost unqualifies you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think too, like I said, you know, we're we're listening to we're listening to uh to stories. You know, if someone has a, a compelling story or if someone has um a re a good reason for running, I wanna know have you been on the ground helping the movement? That's what I want to mm-hmm. know. And so mm-hmm. if, you, if you can't show me that you've been on the ground helping the movement, then get on the ground and help the movement and then run for office. And that's what frustrates me. And so I remember uh, President Trump very clearly because one of the people I'm running against is the Gold Star husband, which, by the way, I, I completely respect. And, and uh, he, they have my, you know, his wife has my undying gratitude for her service to the country. Uh, but I remember President Trump asked me, why would you run against the Gold Star husband? I said, sir, because I'm a better candidate. Yeah, it's not a qualification. Yeah, qualification for being a representative. That's correct. That's yeah. right. Yep, and we want to know 
do the people that are running understand the issues of the area? Have they lived in the area? Do they know the area? Do they love the area? Do they eat, sleep, and breathe the area that they're from? Because if they don't, I guarantee you they're going to go to Congress and they're going to eat, sleep, and breathe their own agenda. And the first lobbyist that comes along, uh, they're going to go, oh, hey, look at that. You know, it's, a, it's more about me than it is about the people. And we've got to get away from that. Uh, politicians are not celebrities. They are servants. That is how mm-hmm. they should be seen. And this idea, I went to a, a Republican convention, sort of-ish, I guess, uh, not too long ago. And I'll tell you what, um, I saw people taking the stage, you know, to uh, fireworks and confetti and, you know, and, I, I, and there were several people up there who were just celebrities. They've done nothing for the country, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. And yet here we are, you know, worshiping these, these, these individuals. And I was telling my husband, I was so disturbed by it. And you were saying this, I think, a few minutes ago uh, earlier in the show, that we are looking at these people the wrong way. It's like the Israelites who, I want a king, we want a king. I talked to so many people who are just dying for President Trump to come back in an Apache helicopter and, uh, you know, slide <laughs> down a rope over the White House and commandeer the White House. It doesn't work that way. You know, we, we, we've got the, that's the real Trump derangement syndrome, right? Is yeah. when we start looking yeah. at leaders and we forget that they're just people and mm-hmm. uh interest to me and it's frankly it's um it's been been very very eye-opening because i am a huge fan uh, of president trump's presidency as a general rule right i mean i think there are always things that we can look at in anybody's life or service or whatever and go well i didn't disagree with that but as a general rule i thought he was an excellent president uh, certainly you didn't see a uh, uh, Russia and China emboldened when he was in the White House, right? <laughs> right. right, things were a lot safer, um, right? <laughs> things were, were a definitely lot a lot safer, including our a economy. Our economy was a lot safer, you know. Um, yeah. We've got a, we've got a guy in the in the White House right now who is demonstrably mentally ill, right? This guy is in serious mental decline. We know that that Joe Biden's not running the country, right? But I still keep hearing about people who want to go back, and we're so focused on adjudicating the 2020 elections. Listen, there's fraud in our, in our election system. Anyone's eyes in their head can see that. There's been fraud in our election system forever. A lot of us remember the hanging chads in Florida, right? Yep. So this is not yep. new. This is not new. But guess what? There's not a constitutional fix for what happened to us in 2020. We cannot go back and fix it and change it and, and put Trump back in the White House and pretend that Joe Biden never existed or we don't have a, you know, or Merrick Garland's not the attorney general. For goodness sake, we're in trouble right now. we got to look mm-hmm. forward got to start going how do we get good people in there how can we change the trajectory of where we're going and instead i see a lot of republicans looking backward and pining away for something that they aren't going to get and so we've got to look forward we've got to figure out how we can secure our election system which by the way should never happen from the federal level unless we want nationalized elections which i don't believe we do that would be a nightmare for the country we want the states to have as much control as they can i'm a huge fan of the 10th amendment States' rights, states' rights, states' rights. The federal government should have a very small role in all of this, and it should be to benefit the country as a whole. So secure the borders, fund the military, make sure our roads and bridges work. So if Heidi St. John wants to travel from Washington State to Virginia, I can do it, right? So we can secure interstate commerce. We're not doing the things that we're supposed to be doing, and we're focusing on the things that we're not supposed to be doing in the federal government because we've forgotten the role of the federal government according to the Constitution. And we've got to get back to that. Instead, I see all these sideline shows, you know, uh, look over here, look over here. And I'm telling you what, it's hurting us. It's hurting us as a country. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's actually it's in in direction to be completely destroyed, and at every level that we uh, that it was founded on, and everything that for the rest for the ones that do love it <laughs> and do and want to be uh, that are quote unquote normal, right? So I'm not you know they've ruined that definition. Um, then it's it's not going to be anything close to what we have or what we had, and that's well, literally when when you say it's on fire, it is on fire yep. in a bad way that uh, you're not going to be yep. able to put it out soon. Yeah. So it really requires people to to get active and show up and, and think about everything differently, act differently, opposite land, George Costanza, you're going to opposite everything, right? Everything you've been told the lie, you're going to opposite it. You're going to George Costanza your day. You're going to George Costanza your way of thinking. And then what happened is on when he did opposite day, like I mentioned earlier, he got the job, he got the hair and he got the girl. Sounds like a great day to me. So I don't see why we can't do the same and we'll be able to get things in the right direction. So Heidi, I know that you've got to get back onto the trail. You've got things to do, interviews, and you've got to get the people to get out and vote in person, everyone. In person. Yes. Do not be a mule. Do not give them. Do not put your ballot in a drop box, in a uh, mailbox, in a demon box, in a female box, and in a trans box. You go and vote the day of. They're in Washington, and that is tomorrow for their primaries vote for Heidi. And let's get this country back on track because we need more people like her in Washington, D.C. She's in Washington State, but she's going to Washington, D.C. And we can have more Heidi's in there. Things will change. Things will change. Plug your website and anything else you need to throw out there, would you, my friend? Hey, yeah. If people are interested in my run, they can just find me at HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Listen, I've been a public figure for a long, long time, and so I'm sort of lit up like a Christmas tree on the interwebs. And so you can find me just by Googling my name. Don't believe everything you read. If you want to know who I really am, HeidiStJohn.com and HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Yeah, and one other piece of advice that we gave on the show, uh, episode 344, when we were, I was host, guest hosting for Mubbly, she was on Thursday with me. Since there is no borders in this country, there's no barriers for your state. So just because you're not in Washington, your, your job, your civic duty, your personal responsibility as a like-minded person who loves this country is to go into your database, go into your phone, go into your text messages, go into your old school address book and find anybody that you know or, you know, go in the Facebook. We, you know how I feel about Facebook. Go in there and find all the people you know in Washington. Call them up and say, listen, you need to rally the troops. You need to go out and vote Friday. If you want to push out some of our social media, you can do that. If you want to go ahead and throw her a bone and send some last minute money in to do uh, some campaign stuff, great. But just rally the troops that you have in other states. I'm actually going to do that this afternoon. I encourage you to do that for all the states that have the primaries. That uh, this one is a, this one's a, this one's an easy one. This is like a low hanging fruit, guys. This is an, is a no brainer. So do that. Heidi, give the website one more time, would you? Yeah, HeidiStJohnForCongress.com. Awesome. Best of luck to you, my friend. I, I've done what I can in the digital world, and I will call some people in Washington because I've got to practice what I preach. I can't just tell everybody to do it. Like I, see, yeah, that's why I stopped telling everybody to exercise because I, I don't love exercise. It. One of the things I love about you. <laughs> well, thank you, well, Mike. Thank you so much. Good luck tomorrow, and uh, go make this happen, everybody. This is this is the type of people uh, that you need in office. And again, if you're politicians, you're elected and selected elite. Don't sound like Heidi St. John. You need to support somebody else because otherwise, we're just going to get more of the same. And I think we're insane enough. So thank you, my friend, and good luck. Buena suerte. Thank Let's you for this. having me. Let's talk again you're- soon. Oh, definitely, definitely. So good luck, and uh, this is it. Everyone, say in prayers. You can say prayers. No, I keep forgetting. I'm a new, I'm a new Christian. I, I forgot to encourage the prayer part. All right, everybody, pray too. We got it covered. All right, Heidi. Good luck, my friend. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it. Yeah.
Okay, so there you go. That was a good taste of a, uh, what you want your candidates to be and, uh, and talk like and have information. Because this is not the first time she's been doing it. Well, again, she's been in the battlefield. She's been on it. She is, uh, she's been living it, right? What, Janet Jackson, what have you done for me lately? Well, guess what? She can give you a laundry list of what she's done lately and what she's currently doing. And then, um, yeah, she decided to finally run for office because it was chime. Mm, that's the type of candidate you want, right? So uh, remember, God doesn't qualify, doesn't call the qualified. He qualifies the called. Hmm, there's something to that. It's 134. I want to bring on my next guest. Um, what's it? 134. Yeah, I need to do that. I was going to play you a little something. I was going to play you a little something because we are changing gears right now, and we're going to Arizona. We're going to Arizona because I am here in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona. That's Anarchy, Arizona, for all of those listening, Ryan. And we've got a big primary tomorrow. Uh, I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of fraud. It's going to be a fraud fest because uh, I get uh, updates every day from uh, Votify Now, which is one of the apps where you can download it. Votify Now. You can go to votifynow.org or on the App Store, and you can report the fraud of the mules and everybody else, the nefariousness, the uh, – the um, poll workers and poll watchers and all kinds of stuff. And uh, I get updates and I've read some of this stuff and I'm like, OMG. And it's been going on for a couple months that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So we don't want to give them any more ammunition. That's why you go vote in person uh, tomorrow and bring your blue pen. So I want to bring on my next guest. He is back for his second appearance. John Arnold He's a conservative candidate for the Arizona House of Representatives. An LD4, used to be in my LD before they changed everything. He's a lifelong Republican, has lived in Arizona for 26 years. I think he knows the state and this area pretty well. I think he knows Scottsdale pretty well. He's a financial advisor, small business owner, NRA member, precinct committee man. Like me, I'm in three, he's in four, and a very active member of his community. Audience, big round of applause for a patriotic, money-managing, country-loving, heat-packing, business-supporting, conservative candidate and community crusader who's going to clean up Anarchy Arizona. Thanks for having me, Michelle. Oh, John Arnold, how are you? We've been chatting in a while. I think I've seen you at all the events that I've been at because that's what you do. You are you what, uh, active. Yeah, no, no one's on the trail like I've been uh, in, in working my tail off. It's been a year now, uh, and it all cul- culminates in, in hopefully, confidently, victory tomorrow in the LD4 Republican primary. Yeah, and I've seen a bunch of the, uh, the lists going around, right? Everybody's got their two cents. Everybody's got their list for uh, four, right? right four, but I've seen you on a lot of the lists. So that's a good thing. I've seen you a lot on the list. A lot yep. of people said, this is the man. This is the man of the hour. So that helps. Um, well, we need, Michelle, I think, you know, our district, this country, is clamoring for fresh ideas, fresh perspective, courage, somebody to go down to the state capitol and not be beholden to lobbyists, not be beholden to PACs, not be beholden to other politicians that may have, you know, that they may have been aligned with. Uh, I am, Michelle, the absolute political outsider in our race. Uh, I'm not beholden to anybody of those. I was able to raise money through the community 
that supports and believes in the message and who I am as an individual that will best support and, and represent them at the state capitol. And then I took all of the, that support, and then I matched it dollar for dollar. I put my own personal money where the, my mouth is. Um, and we've, you know, we've gotten our message out. We've been able to communicate to all of our voters and constituents about enough is enough with these inside baseball politicians. It's time to bring somebody from the outside. And that's me, John Arnold, as the best candidate for the LD4 House race. So what, um, what do you want to share with the audience in regards to what you think they might need if they're kind of on the fence, which I can't imagine people are, but they are, right? Or maybe there's something that is going to kind of make them change their mind because they went, ah, oh, that is what I've been waiting to hear, or I didn't know about that. And I, I'm, going to, I'm going to say it one more time. Uh, I just kind of make this clear to the audience. The politicians we have in office now, literally, uh, you know, I'm, there's some of them that I like their personalities, right? And I've had a lot of them on, I've had some, not a lot, I've had a few on the show. Um, but th- there are certain things that they have done the past year that I cannot get over. Okay. They, they eliminated the PCs in the whole state of Arizona and nobody really did anything to fix it. Uh, and yeah, it was all the rage that we're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. But nobody, they didn't actually didn't do it legislatively. Um, and then uh, radio silent about it. So, uh, you know, I'm not a big fan of the people that are in there, even though I just, again, I like some of their personalities, but I, if you, you want to really make a change, then pick candidates that have not been in office, give them a That's chance. Right. We- Give them a chance because what you've gotten isn't working. It's not working. So I literally get them all out, get them all out. And if you have a few that you have to keep in because there really is not another candidate or the other candidate is somebody who you know is nefarious or just bad because a lot of people are not qualified, then go ahead and do it. I'm going to do it on maybe I'm like, I think I'm doing it on one or two. Other than that, anybody that's been in office out, 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 out. Fresh new perspective, fresh new ideas, coming from the people at the grassroots from the ground up, not from the up down to the ground. And that's what my campaign has, has represented going in this race, Michelle, is being able to, you know, my, my experience and time and involvement within my community and understanding what are the biggest concerns to the citizens here in LD4, I'm able to bring that from, from the street level to the capital. Um, and, you know, I, I talked a little bit before about alignments. Um, there is one uh, endorsement that I did get that I'm very, very proud of, and I think that the message I'd like to give out right now to the to – the, if there's anybody listening right now uh, on this great podcast that is going in, as they should, to the, to the election polls tomorrow – and lives in LD4 in Arizona, which is Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, Arcadia, the Biltmore, and Northeast Phoenix. Uh, I'd like you to know this about me, John Arnold. Is number one is I've been endorsed by AZ Mega, and and I think and, and the people there communicated with me that the reason was is because they see the toughness and they see the realism of which I can bring to represent this, you know, the voters of our district. Uh, and then the next piece I'd like to bring up is uh, by trade, uh, I'm a certified financial planner. I know individual families, individual people's financial planning and investing uh, futures and, and how different issues within an economy impact real people, real middle-class people, our, our economy and so forth. And the Biden administration's policies towards 
inflation and how to deal with it is an absolute disaster. This is not an accident. They're hoping that people just look the other way and brush it off. Uh, but there are things that we can do at the state level to be able to combat against this inflation. Uh, and there's no candidate that will have a better arsenal of tools and knowledge to be able to go and, and combat that inflation, put more money back into the pockets of our citizens than myself because of my understanding of, of personal financial planning, uh, a state budget, and how economics work. And so uh, one of the ways I would attack that would be to make Arizona the ninth state in America with a 0% state income tax. I have a plan to do that, and that just gives more liberty back to our citizens. We can still fund a state government without having a state income tax. It is possible. Uh, Tennessee, Nevada, Texas, Florida, um, uh, South Dakota, and even liberal Washington does not have a state income tax. Uh, when you have a state income tax, what you're doing is you are penalizing our citizens, our hardworking citizens, from earning an income. Earning an income should be honored. It should be revered. It should be proud. It makes people proud. It should. You should not penalize that behavior, but mm -hmm. rather give the money back to the people and let them with liberty choose where they want to spend it, and they're going to take that money and they're going to go spend it, and they're going to then have, have property or a sales tax. It's going to replace the, the income tax. So that's an area where we certainly could look to, to be able to uh, put more money back into the pockets of our residents that the Biden inflation machine has created. Uh, and so there's no better candidate to be able to look and analyze and address those issues than I am in the LD4 Arizona House race. And that was one of the one of the reasons why I gravitated to you when I first heard you at one of our uh, LD events quite some time ago. Because I'm like, ah, now that is what the, the ideology. That's the that's the type of person who needs to be down there because I watched those characters over the past six or eight months on for the first time on the the uh, yeah the uh, live streams and was like, oh my god. What what it now I know why the state is so backwards and and it's literally fire because the people down there don't know what they're doing or what they're saying well, you know, is they're you know they're tiptoeing and around and they just want to spend more spend 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 the budget this year last year I was shocked that it was I think it was almost sixteen billion dollars half of it went to the schools right that's wasted money because all the money goes into uh, like meetings to have meetings, it goes into um, mid-level and upper management yeah. administration. It doesn't go yeah. to the kids. Plus, they get the tax dollars for the property taxes. Plus, they get the money from the lottery. Plus, they got, I think, like $6 billion from the government, from the feds, to implement their uh, political propaganda pandemic with the, the COVID and all that and the lockdown. So they got that. The, and that's just one, Michelle, that's the, one department. It's one department. And, the, and this the year, they doubled union. to 40%, right? Yeah. It's 40% yeah. more. The teachers' union is completely failing the teachers and 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 the and subsequently, of course, the, the kids. Uh, I've been on record, and I will continue to go on record, of saying that the way that we spend our money from uh, public education, which I'm a, a massive school choice advocate, and what school choice does is it creates competition, and the public schools uh are not are they're not competing they're basically just complaining about what the rules are but just like everything else in our american capitalist society if we can get the public schools and i'm going to continue to work like hell to to try to help them and see this is they need to understand it's a competitive landscape 
the the era of the monopoly on education is over, and so they're not, they're going to need to compete with the private schools and the charter schools, and it can be done. But you hit the nail on the head, Michelle. Is what the the problem is is of the funding that we give the public school system, so much money goes to the top to the administrators, mm-hmm. and it doesn't get to the teachers. And so I'm going on record of saying, listen, I'm a Republican, and I think our teachers need to be paid more. And I have a plan on how we can do that. Okay, without having to raise taxes. Now, the administrators are going to – their growth rate of administration compensation in the state is like four times what it, the growth rate of teachers' compensation. So the teachers have been left out to dry. Uh, the teachers' unions are completely failing them. Uh, and, again, go back to we need fresh new perspective. I have ideas on how to put – to make it – Again, to be more attractive to be a teacher, we need to get the, the honor of that profession. By the way, just like our cops, we need to give more honor to that profession as a society, more compensation, uh, but do it under the guise of limited government. Do it under the principles of you know, making sure that, that those really important professions, the teaching profession and law enforcement, have the honor and respect that, Michelle, when you and I grew up, they had. They don't have that today. Mm-hmm. Okay, We need to go back to that and make sure – But just make sure that their bosses don't have five times the compensation that they have. And so that becomes the problem. So, um, and obviously, you know, that's the, the education issues that we have in the state. And then of course, the back in the blue, um, we were in a very, very difficult position there. And, and, you know, some of the numbers, I'm sure you've seen them coming out of uh, Phoenix police department in terms of cops and how, how understaffed they are. And then now, you know, six, eight months later, where Scottsdale, which is a big chunk of my district, our, uh, I just talked to Chief uh, Scottsdale PD Chief Jeff Walder the other day. They're now having significant concerns about staffing issues and what can happen and, and so forth. And so, um, you know, we, we need to get those two very honored professions back into an honorable fashion in our society, in my opinion. Yeah, and then I I love the fact that you're going to be fiscally common sense conservative and really go in there. Maybe you're going to audit. Maybe it would be good to audit some of these uh, departments that keep getting uh, tens of billions of dollars to find it like the schools, like where's the money going, and then um, flashing some stuff to you. Like literally you could probably cut out 50% of the government and people wouldn't even know it was missing. Michelle, the the big part of, of, of the wastefulness of how the government operates, because there is no profit motive, okay? This is why, you know, private right. business is so good, is that if there's no profit mo- motive, it's not my business, you know? So if we're, we're using 15-year-old technology that slows down our efficiency, who cares, right? It, it's not my profit. So if you look at the technology that we use at the state government level, I mean, it's atrocious. These ballots, by the way, and I'm going to tell you a segue real quick, uh, but bring it back to the, to the state government uh, budget, is I I've been beating the streets, Michelle. You'd be so proud of me of how much uh, how many doors I've knocked here in the last three months and talking to real Good. owners, real issues, real people. I mean, I've knocked over a thousand doors in the last three months personally, uh, and I wow. hear people constantly. I can constantly hear people tell me this, that they uh, have always voted in person, they've never asked for a ballot. But yet they continue to get ballots mailed to their house. Now these are good mm-hmm. Republicans that are just, and they they actually try to fix the air because they get they're afraid of like, well, you know, what what if somebody gets my ballot or why is you know it just looks nefarious. And so so what's happening is is there's a system at the state government somewhere that is sending ballots out to people. Okay, and this is just the Republicans. Who else is getting these ballots? We don't know when they're not. They've never even asked for the ballot. 
So that is a that is a technology problem because it's just being automatically produced and being mailed out to people. Uh, one gentleman told me in 2020, again, he has never asked for an early ballot. He always goes in. He got four to him. It was his name on it, four ballots uh, sent to him in 2020. And then in 2022 in the primary here, he's gotten two. And he calls, mm-hmm. calls back up to the county recorder and says, hey, I never asked for any of these. This is a lack of technology. This is a lack of accountability. This, these are issues. If those type of issues happened with a business, they'd be fixed within a month because that's wasteful spending and it would cost the business owner money, right? And so that would it'd be fixed up. The technology is easy to be able to figure and track this stuff. So, um, you know, I, I, again, I'm an, I'm, a, I'm an outsider. I've never been in the government. And so I don't know the exact details to the systems that they use in some of these processes. I just know that this stuff can be fixed. Um, and, and any notion that the, the problems have been fixed is not true because I literally talked to somebody literally four days ago that literally told me that they just got two ballots in their mail to their name when they go, they never even asked for one. So, you know, aside from election security, which is obviously a huge thing, this is just massive spending problems. This is massive risk on election fraud. And, and for why, what, 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 why, why are we having that in, 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 why aren't they being, so they can cheat, so So they can cheat, so they can win. So that's, that's why. in the, the programming, the, and so who who entered it in, right? So somebody went in there in the office, somebody in the office. In. So Secretary of State, yeah, exactly. whatever nefarious department, Department of Elections, Mayor Corruption County Boards of Supervisors, whomever. There's lots of nefarious players in this game. This is a land of corruption, and people need to understand when it comes to government. And and you made a great point. They don't. They if they haven't fixed it, it's because they don't want to. Okay, and I'm going to give you the example. Um, they can do anything they want very quickly if they want to, because that's what happened with the PC bill. And I, I'm, I bring it up because it makes a great example of how fast, how fast elected and selected elites can function when they want to, when it's their agenda. So they passed the bill in the House and the Senate, same day, never went through any of the other processes and procedures and protocol. The government signed it, they got signed it into law, into law all in the same day. That's unheard of. Okay, so that goes to show you when they want to move quickly, they can. They want to fix what it is, their agenda and their problem, their problem, not yours and my problem. They can do it. So, and, and at least John's got that attitude. He's a fixer. He's somebody who is giving you examples right now about problems that are in there because he's a business owner and he has to deal with that and make things efficient and effective. Solution. So, that's right. So it's, yeah, it's, know, it's not, and this is not difficult. It's not difficult. They always say, oh, it takes so long. No, that's the, that is a narrative lie that they want you to believe so that when it does take long or they can't get it done because they really don't want to change it, you buy into it like every other fake narrative that you've heard for your whole life. And all of a sudden you're like, wow, that kind of makes sense. Well, now that doesn't work because you just showed me. You guys just showed me how quickly you can get something done on a unanimous basis. Oh, oh, that, oh boy, that, that it, ruined it for everybody else now, it, guys. Bad idea. And again, Michelle, if I may, if there's our listeners yeah. out there right now are in Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, Arcadia, the Biltmore, Northeast Phoenix and Arizona, and you are going to the pools tomorrow, that's who I'm talking to right now. And when I talk about who you want to put forward and go into that poll and vote for the Arizona State House and LD4. There's one other issue I think that that is important I'd like to convey here, 
and that is is that when you have an elected official and you send them to represent you, what type of person do you want to have? Do you want someone who's just going to go along to get along? Do you want someone who's going to go down there, throw bombs left and right? Do you want somebody uh, that's going to go down there that doesn't know what they're doing? Or do you want a leader, somebody that can go down and not only represent the people, but also lead others in at the state capitol? I've been a leader my entire life in everything that I've done. And to do that, you've got to be, know, and here's the, here's the trick, Michelle, because why there's so many fake leaders out there. The trick is you have to know when to be tough and you need to know when you need to kind of talk to people and bring people together. And that is a skill of when to know when to do both. And you just – people try to fake that all the time and you just can't do it. You have to earn the respect of your peers. Uh, and that is done by, A, your resume, and, B, how you conduct yourself. And I've, in my entire life I've been able to lead people, and I want to represent the people of LD4 and not just at that level but then also – get down there and be able to put forth good policy, good ideas with common sense, toughness, and above all, liberty. And that's what I'll do for the people of AZLD4 District at the State House. Pretty simple. And because I'm going to volunteer this for you because I think this will help too. Because a lot of the times people say, well, somebody's in there, they're in there now, and then I've tried to reach out to them and I don't get a response. Uh, I've done that with a couple of people and I got crickets. I said, oh, this is not, not good. So I'm letting you know that he's the type of guy who's actually going to be uh, returning communication. It might not necessarily be him directly because once you're in there, things do get, you know, you get busy, right? I understand that. But at least you know you're going to be able to get a response as opposed to something generic or just be completely ignored because, again, the politicians work for us, but we also need to communicate with them. I learned that from Christy. Um, Christine Reagan over at Act for America. And she said, Michelle, you know, um, if you haven't contacted, this is not me and me, but you understood like everybody, which I hadn't contacted him before I actually started having him on the show. And she said, if you don't contact your politicians and let them know uh, their grievance, your grievances, or if they're doing a good job to let them know, right, that they're doing good, which mm, that's, uh, few and far in between, then how can you expect them to represent you? And I said, ah, touche, my friend. I didn't think about that. So this is if, if we're encouraging the politicians to then represent us better, and if they work for us, we want them to do what we, 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 we want, to say what we want, you know, nothing extreme, nothing stupid. Like, you know, it's got to be realistic. You also need to communicate with them. But then people say, well, I don't want to communicate. I can't communicate with them. They don't respond. He's the type of guy that's going to respond. So you're not going to get crickets. You're not going to get like lost in the void. Uh, because yeah, that's, we've got to change the, the relationship, right? We've got to change the relationship if we want to move forward and make it successful as a win-win-win. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time. I think there's so much opportunity. I, I you know, we're, we're always in, in the political uh, industry, always talking about you know how things are bad, 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 and fix, fix that, fix this. Uh, which I'm a solutions-based fixer. Um, mm-hmm. I love the state of Arizona. Uh, there is a lot a lot of great things about this state. Um, you know, God, could you imagine if you lived in one of these liberal states? I mean, I, 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 I literally, I would move. I mean, because it'd, <laughs> right, be like yeah. it'd be like a, it's seriously for like mental health, for my own mental yeah. health. I just would have to move because I couldn't <laughs> face taking. Yeah, you, you couldn't know, live the, there. It the would be horrible. Yeah. Just, and, and so we do have a great state, but it is, you know, the line, the, you know, the line has been drawn. 
and this race, uh, you know, up and down the ballot, you know, primary ballots, we had to get the right Republicans to face off against the Democrats, and we got to beat them in November. And I think we're going to have a lot of wind at our sail to be able to do that. Um, but it starts at the primary. It starts with getting the right people uh, that can push mm-hmm. the right policies and keep our keep our state great and make it even greater. Um, and you know, I I would submit to our listeners today that. Uh, if you live in those areas, again, John Arnold, Arizona State House, LD4, if you're living in that area, the Scottsdale, PV, Arcadia, Biltmore, Northeast Phoenix area, I am your candidate for the AZ State House, uh, and I'd be honored and proud to have everyone's vote that's listening here today. And I was going to add to that by saying if you don't live in those areas and you live here in Arizona, or even if you don't live in Arizona, your civic duty, your personal responsibility is to contact people in Arizona and say, hey, this is the guy you got to vote for. Let them figure out what district they're in. But if you're here and you know friends that live in this area and you're not there, that doesn't matter anymore because it's like-minded people getting behind the right candidates in order to literally save America and save Arizona. So that's what you need to do. Like, Take some time today and get those people out to vote and get them uh, on board and that's how it works, right? Because you can't rely on social media, can't rely on um, uh, anything like that because you might be shadow banned or whatever, old school. So you can even text, phone, something, but reach out to your personal database. That's the least everybody can do so we can get John in there. So give the website, John, and then, uh, yeah, then, then we'll, we'll, we'll send you off with good luck and prayer. I appreciate that. So, again, you can go to johnarnoldforaz.com. That's johnarnoldforaz.com. Uh, all the support, communication, well wishes, uh, donations, whatever whatever uh, can be had there by the listening community, certainly would appreciate it. And I'll leave you with this, Michelle. Uh, my goal is to make everybody in our district, all my friends, People that I know that have been supporting me, all the you know, our campaign support has been just off the charts. Is is to make them, and most importantly, you, Michelle, proud. So, if if you if the voters of our district can send me down to the Capitol, uh, I know Michelle, I will make you personally proud because I will then, at that point in time, be able to do the one thing I was born to do, Michelle. And you want to know what that is? Fight liberals. Yeah. Nice. I was born to fight liberals, and, and uh, I'm a logical <laughs> thinker, and that is something that, like, freaks them out. If you bring logic into a conversation, yeah, liberals they don't just, like like, it. their skin crawls, yeah. and they, they run the other direction, and then they just start yelling names at you on Facebook. Uh, bring <laughs> yeah, it on. They, too. <laughs> they get all triggered. They can't Logic, remember. run! Logic, yeah. run! No! Yeah. Common well, sense! And, and they don't like yeah. it. They don't like it. They don't like so, it. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. All right, so that's All what right, we got to do. We got to get this man in there. Get All right, I appreciate uh, appreciate uh, your support, everything you've done for the campaign. Uh, in about, you know, looks like about 30, 30 hours or so, we're going to find out uh, where we stand. And for the next thirty hours, I might take like a two-hour nap in there. I'm going to continue to grind and communicating with our voters, but yeah, uh, looking forward to coming out the other side in victory lane. Sounds like a plan. So everybody, make sure you dig in deep. Find out who's in four LD4 here, even if you're in different states. Get them out to vote for John Arnold, and then of course, uh, uh, throw some prayers. That's what we got to do. So we got to, we got to, we got to uh, vote and pray. Vote and pray, and recruit your people. John Arnold, one more time for the website, would you please? 
John Arnold for az.com. There you go. All right. Good luck, my friend. I'll be watching the ticker on the bottom of the screen. And uh, my my prayers are with you. So good luck. Good luck, my friend. Okay, kid. Take care. Thanks. All righty. All right. God, speed to that. So, yeah, this is the crunch time. It's crunch time in Arizona. Again, there is no border in this country, so there should be no barriers for the state that you live in. This is the time where if you find candidates that you want to support, then you can be get behind them in any capacity, in any state, because you got we got the digital world. We can send out, we can be pushing out their social media, and you can also um, tell your friends. Literally, you should be identifying who are the like-minded people in your own database anyway, because these are the people that you can network with for business. These are the people that you can be networking with in, in, to get a little bit more involved in the community, and these are people that. Um, are in your like-minded sphere that you can have some conversations with and not lose your mind. Or you can be like, oh, that's right, that's so-and-so. I haven't talked to them in a while, and they're on the same page because you might have lost a whole bunch of friends when you actually started to be a little bit more vocal, which we talked about earlier with Joe Mobley. So that's the whole point. you got to pick a lane, people, because there is such a difference. But it's like, um, and, and then really you, we can watch some amazing things happening because there's a much, much, much more of us the, the grassroots and the like-minded people, the people that don't buy into the rhino conversations, the rhino narrative, uh, then there are all of these, uh, all of these other people. So that's what we're just bringing them in together. That's the whole Save My Freedom movement. And I see you in the queue there, Jerome. Just give me a second. So that's the whole Save My Freedom movement. That's the whole encompassing thing. That's why we have the multiple shows, right? We've still got the Monday Talk Radio Show. We've got the Wednesday Jesus Rock Show. We've got the Friday TV Show on uh, brighthand.tv. We got Brighton picking up Jesus Rocks on Sundays. So we got all that. Plus we have the networking groups. We've got the business networking group. We got the Patriot networking groups. And um, then with, that's all part of the Save My Freedom Movement, which is saving your business, your personal, your financial, your professional um, freedoms, right? Because that's what it is. So you're going to meet amazing people. You're going to be able to network. There's some uh, incredible things that we are going to be launching. But if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com, that's your take action menu, and you just got to scroll and you read, or you shall read, scroll, and click. Read, scroll, and click. click. You can uh, join the newsletter so you can get some information. You'll start seeing all the incredible resources there, literally, to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. And uh, the people that are involved in it, you can be in contact with them. Oh, my God, how great. So let's just say John wins, and you're like, uh, but John's part of the whole Save My Freedom movement. So then you're like, I'm having trouble getting a hold of him in his office. Well, he's part of our group, so it's pretty easy to get a hold of him. Mm, Amazing, right? So that's what I'm doing. We're bringing all these amazing, amazing people together, regardless of what they do or who they are. You can be really famous. Guess what? You're part of this group. You'd be surprised at who's there. You might be able to contact the people that you need. And then you can always text the word action to 91776. That's 91776. Text the word action. Get on the text alert. And we are really kicking everything up uh, a notch with all of this because as the economy is going sideways and more people are going to be kind of uh, pinching their pennies, you want to have resources uh, and you want to work with like-minded people. Don't support the demonic companies because they're just doing things to destroy you. Uh, why don't you work with uh, people that you could be on the same page with, right? Isn't that kind of how it works? You want to network with them. What, can, what group is actually a good one? Because there's a lot of them out there just want to take a bunch of money or they got a lot of propaganda and they're not really gratuitous, especially the big ones. Like do not give money to the RNC. Do not give it to the GOP. 
And I wouldn't give it to any of the big groups that are out there because they're not necessarily America first and they're not grassroots. Speaking of grassroots, I'm bringing on Jerome Davison. He's a grassroots guy. He's running for Congress here. He's a Republican congressional candidate for Arizona District 4. He is also a former NFL back for the Oakland Raiders. He's a pastor, author, and a father. He stands up for upholding America's freedom, such as the First Amendment. He's got an Internet Bill of Rights, sex and pretty pretty smart, pretty timely. Of course, the Second Amendment, he had this uh, viral campaign. The left got triggered, ah, literally got triggered. (laughs) He has like six million views. And uh, he's not afraid to talk about the topics the elected and selected elite won't touch. He was mentioning this on when he was on Diamond and Silk, kind of a big deal, right? He was on Diamond and Silk about a week ago. He was talking about children and sacrificing their minds, souls, their bodies, their lives, all that. And nobody really talks about the kids. We talk about it, but I'm talking about somebody who's a candidate for office. So he was on with me, guest hosted for Dr. Alan Keyes last Friday, and he joined me. We had a great conversation. So I said, you know what? You got to come on the talk radio show. You don't have to do your hair and makeup. You don't have to look all handsome. You just come on with the phone. We're good to go there. So, uh, audience, a big round of applause for God and country loving, faith and freedom fighting, masses motivated, people protecting, Bible preaching, scripture spreading, America first and grassroots representing, patriotic pastor and candidate to take on Washington's Demon Center. <laughs> Jerome, welcome to the Everything Home Talk radio show. How are you? Are we being are we being silenced? Are we being are we being uh, monitored by the NSA? Hello NSA. Are we being uh, are we being are are they are they trying to quash our voice? Are they trying to censor us? Is this is what happens? You know what I mean? Sometimes they uh, they can don't like the conversation. I can hear you now, sir. I hope we're not well. It's like Verizon. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? If I need to change my phone carrier. Okay, yeah. We dropped OAN. Did you know that? Yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. How are you? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited, man. I'm covering much better. I'm much stronger. Excited to be on your show with you. Uh, you said you was going to bring me in, and looky here. Yeah, I, I move quick, dude. I move quick. And, I, you know, I'm going to give you credit for moving quick because Jerome was in the hospital about a week, week and a half ago. And literally, it was like he was in multiple surgeries, and the, um, the, the, the information was it, was it was, like, really, really bad, like, life, like life-threatening like life type of stuff. And then um, all of a sudden, boom, he, I see him on Diamond and Silk, like, within a couple of days. I said, now, <laughs> there's something with these NFL athletes, man. These guys don't stop. I mean, you want to get, get a fighter in there? You <laughs> put in an athlete like that. You can't keep these guys down. So you want to give everybody an update on, on what transpired and, and how <laughs> – what was it that was able to keep you, like, spring back besides your – I have a feeling it had to do with your faith. But I'm going to give you being an athlete some of the credit there because that really has something to do with it. There is, like, why you guys always win the uh, Dancing with the Stars competition. Yeah, you know, they say that football players are the most athletic people in the world. I mean, basketball players seem to think they are, but not really. You know, football players, yeah. we have to do a whole lot of agility in our training and so it keeps our hips loose. It keeps our our keeps us strong. We're stronger. I, in my day, when I was 19 at Arizona State, I bench pressed 465 pounds. I was only 19 years old. Oh my god! Oh my god! Yeah, even to this day, now I'm 51 years old. I can bench press close to 400. You know I mean, if I just trained on that level again, I could still do over 400 pounds. But uh, yeah, I mean, you know, eating right, exercising, being prepared. 
And, you know, going through the whole COVID stuff, I was telling people, you know, take vitamin C, take vitamin D, zinc, you know, all the essential vitamins and stuff like that. Make sure you exercise, walk, get some cardio in. These are the things I was doing. So, but uh, when I got poisoned, I was down for like three days in my bed, like aching, having headaches, uh, lost a lot of weight, sweating, fevers. And then when I started hallucinating and going in and out of hallucinations, I decided it was time to get up and go to the ER and figure out what's going on. And uh, and thank God I did, man, because I had, like, uh, food poisoning, blood poison. My blood was septic. Uh, oh, that's yeah, dangerous. Yeah, I, I was yeah, I was dying. My kidneys were failing. And oh, uh, thanks yeah. be to God and for all the prayers. People were very concerned. They, they, they was hosting the Trump rally that Friday night that I admitted to the hospital. But the talk of the Trump rally was Jerome Davidson. Oh, that's that is there you go, right? Right. Why would why would why would it not be? Yeah, I mean, because people were concerned. That, I mean, everybody that got a chance to meet me know that I love people. I'm a pastor. Been a pastor for close to thirty years. You know, been for weddings, uh, funerals, uh, sick bed, family counseling, teen counseling, graduations, high school, senior. All, I've been been there for people, and I love people. And one of the great things that uh, one of the reasons why I decided to run is because uh, I see people in pain by, by politics. Yeah. And one of the mm-hmm. greatest ways to influence people's lives for the better is to become a policy maker. And so I'm going to write laws and stuff that are going to free people up, uh, shrink the size of government, close the border, return to law and order, get us back to faith, family, and freedom. Now, you mentioned faith, family, freedom. Before we talk a little bit more about what you're, what you're going to do when you get in there, right? Um, what what was it? Because I'm, I'm interested. You said pastor for 30 years. I didn't realize it was that long. When when did that happen? Like, what was it that made you go from you know a football? I think it was. I think it was. A, usually, it's an injury. So I'm sure you have a story, like a story there. And then obviously, you were doing something in a career. And then what was it? Or maybe you went right one from the other. What was it that you decided to become a pastor, where your faith became so important or so like it was a calling? Because it doesn't happen for a lot of people. What was what what happened? Yeah, my- my faith is, is is my life. I if if I don't have my faith, I'd rather not live. Or you can't live. There's no life without Jesus Christ. So I gave my life to Christ when I was 17 years old, way before I made it to the NFL. So even oh. in college at Arizona State, I was very devout. Didn't go to parties. I was uh, you know encouraging his team to go to church with me. I led the team prayers when we was off at games, just before games. And then when I got to the NFL, especially the Raiders, they made me the team chaplain. I was the official team chaplain while I was a player for the Raiders, and that started it off for me. I started pastoring right there, just, you know, doing some little, uh, you know, Bible studies in the locker room with some of the players and leading. Uh, Al Davis came to my Bible studies. He was there, so a lot of, all of the coaches. And so after I retired from the NFL, I started pastoring a church. I started attending, to, going to the prisons, um, and the prison – created a job for me because the, the the inmates loved me so much and they respected me so much. And I was just basically going there, just doing Bible studies, having prayer with them. And they, they knew um, how much I had influence I had with the inmates and they created a job for me. So they asked me to come in like on Monday, Tuesdays, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and help them connect with their lost loved ones and stuff like that. And then I started my church and for 20 years in, in Northern California, I pastored a church there, and then I moved back to Arizona and started pastoring here. And so it's been 12, mm-hmm. 13 years. 
Oh, wow. Okay. So this is deep-rooted. So it's just, um, you know, obviously in our political system, regardless of what level, can be from dog catcher all the way up to that guy who's sitting in the house that's a color of white, that it's, there is, there's like, there's no faith. There is also no respect for God. I mean, obviously the, the uh, left is trying to remove God from all these aspects, right? They're actually trying to get it out of yeah. legislation and out of structure. And then, and of course, then you have a majority of the uh, Republicans are all rhinos, even though that they might say they're not. You dig real deep, guys. You just kind of open, you know, use, use that common sense cap that you got on your head. And you go, oh, my God, they really don't care about us. They really have no use for us, the American people. Uh, so mm-hmm. they're just as guilty, right? So then, uh, uh, I know you said you people were hurting because they are, right? So then all of a sudden, what was it that made you go? You know what? Let me go in. Let me throw my hat in the ring. Let me go down this road where I'm going to be going into a city that literally hates everything I stand for. <laughs> they, yeah, they, have, right. they literally have no use for you. Like they're going to be like, oh my god, yeah. you thought they hated Marjorie Taylor Greene? They hate. They're going to hate you even more. Which is funny. Yeah, but they better not let bring it. They better not touch me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they better not lay a finger on me. I'm I'm ready. I'm physically ready. And uh, <laughs> they they will not they will not lay a finger on me. I need to go there and Mike create policies that's going to free us up. We need to close the border. And uh, when I saw the the spiritual the battle the spiritual battle that was mm-hmm. taking place against Donald Trump with the can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the spiritual battle that the media and the Democrats and the uh, the deep state was performing and uh, openly doing uh, in, in America, and the churches were silent. I was a, I was yelling at the churches and pastors every day and making phone calls to pastors, and they just didn't have the they didn't have the vision to see it. Uh, I think most of them was hating Donald Trump because he was a Republican. Mm-hmm. When I asked them, I said, "Do you think?" Do you think the greater sin is what you think is racism, or is the greater sin the killing of the unborn, uh, same-sex abomination? Um, so which is the greatest sin according to the Bible? And he said, well, we just can't tolerate racism. I said, I want you to show me any scripture, any Bible verse that shows that a person who's racist will not make it to heaven. Now, I could show you all types of Bible verses that people who, who perform uh, homosexuality, who perform bestiality, witchcraft, uh, sex with kids, killing the unborn, you know, uh, trying to denounce God, they will not make it to heaven. But you're talking about racism. This is your own mindset. So I said, Mm -hmm. you know what, man, instead of arguing with these churches, let me just put my name into here and try to run and so that I could go in and create policies that's going to keep us free, you know, and you can serve any God you want to serve in this country. And the government shouldn't be able to tell you what to do about that. But, um, yeah, when they were just using all this witchcraft against Donald Trump, I just said, hey, this is, we got to stop this. And I decided to run. And, you know, it's been working out very well. I'm leading in the polls. I'm thinking tomorrow night is going to be a victory celebration for me in the primaries, as well as the general coming up in November. Yeah, that would be uh... – you know, that would be great. So it's just we, just, we need a fighter like that. I need multiple people. That's why I'm doing this showcase today. I figured I'm just going to load it up with as many as I can. I got six of them, right? And we're in the Arizona portion of it. So you're listening to Jerome Davison, who's in, uh, you are in District 4, right? It's District 4 for yeah. the house. Yeah. And um, this is the type of people that we need to get in there, guys. You know what I mean? And, and it requires the American people not only to go vote in person the day of, but as I mentioned with the other guests, 
and I've said it on multiple shows, you've got to drag your friends along the, uh, along with you to the finish line. So you've got to encourage yeah. them. If they're in a different state, call your Arizona people. And even if they're not in this district, let them figure it out. And they should know anyway. They should say, well, they should rattle off. No, I'm district this, I'm district that. Because if you're not paying attention and you're not getting involved, you get exactly what you've had for all these decades, which now it's the culmination of all of it, which is a big pile of poop that you're living in that has literally affected and it is in the process of destroying all aspects of your life because we didn't participate. I'll be the first one to admit it. I brought this up on the Joe Mobley show when I hosted it last week. I said, I didn't, I last time I was involved was in high school, which was 91. And then that's 2001 when I, or 2021, that's 30 years. So this is, I created this problem. I added to it like many of the people out there and we are the ones who can fix it. So, uh, but part of that is actually not only getting people in like, not Jerome into office, but also then uh, participating and calling our friends and saying, mm-hmm. "Hey, you! Yep. If you're even if you don't live in Arizona, it doesn't matter. Uh, even and if you do live here, yes. you better be on the phone with all your friends, your like-minded friends, and saying, get out there and vote because that's what it's going to take. It's there. It's, it's kind of simple. I mean, like the old phone tree, not that hard. Or even if you love texting, then you go to it. But you got to you got to put a little back into it because otherwise, you know, it, it's going to get more dangerous." Right. You, do, you cannot keep yeah. doing the same thing over and over. Um, so what's the biggest push that you want from people besides obviously I keep saying go out there and vote, drag your friends along with you. They don't have to physically go, but you need to encourage them that it's time. They need to actually go and vote. But it, what what uh, what do you want to say or what do you want to, to mention? Maybe change some last minute minds, which I can't believe there's last minute minds. But there are some people who are just like, I'm not sure yet. What should I do? Well, hey, listen, just meet the moment. The moment has come, and we've complained, we've cried, we've prayed, we've been mm-hmm. angered, we've been upset, we've watched the left march all over us, we've even seen them threaten to take our sons and turn them into girls, we've even seen them open our border up and let this fentanyl and drugs and everything come in here, we turned the country upside down and taken away our power, our gas. Are you angry yet? Are you disappointed? Are you ready to do something? Now is the time to take action. And not only that, but you've got to get people in office like Jerome Davis and myself who's going to go in there and go on offense and stop playing defense. We have an offensive weapon. That is my Internet Bill of Rights is going to change the platform for us forever. We're going to take away the power from the big tech com- companies and stop them from censoring us. And, uh, and I'm the only candidate in the entire country that's talking about doing this. Not only am I a 2A guy, according to you saw my ad that went viral, but I'm a, I'm a 1A guy. Freedom of speech is very important. I mean, that's, just, that's number one. And, uh, and if we don't have a freedom, freedom of speech, well, then the left gets to push their agenda and tell us that there's 72 genders and that they don't know what a woman is or a man is, and there's no God, and that uh, the greatest threat to humanity is global warming and all. I mean, they will, their stuff is, is endless, and we've got to have uh, the space and room to push back against that, and that's why we've got to secure our freedom of speech into the Internet. Yeah, explain that a little bit for people so they can really understand uh, why it's so important to implement something like this. Um, because it's you know it's, they hear Internet Bill of Rights, but then you know, without going too deep into it, just so they can go, oh, that actually really is something that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, our whole lives are now being switched onto the Internet. We have smart cities, smart mm-hmm. towns, smart cars, self-driving cars. The future is right upon us, folks, and our – and uh, the First Amendment was uh, is, is antiquated, and it needs an amendment. 
And the amendment is, is that we've got to make sure that our freedom of speech is secured on the Internet. And this is why you see big-time stuff like Twitter and Elon Musk. And Elon Musk is just really trying to secure freedom of speech on these platforms. They don't want us to have the freedom of speech on these platforms, but we have to get it. So I'm going to um, basically, uh, in my bill, switch them from a Section 230 over to being public utilities. And that is going to, once you pay your bill, mm. once you pay your water bill, your light bill, no one can discriminate against you because you're black or because you're politics or because you're a Trump supporter or because you're a Christian. As long as you pay your bill, you have your freedom of speech on those platforms. And therefore, these big tech companies can't censor you or come with their ministries of truth or fact check you and all the things that they've been doing. And all of this stuff has been against conservatives. You know, the, the ironic thing is, is that they never fact-check the Democrats. I mean, they are a 1,000% correct every time, and that's very suspicious, don't you think? Uh, oh, God, so, don't um, get me started, yeah. They, they never fact-check them. They never censor them. They never kick them off the platforms because they're always right. That tells you it's just it's a political uh, attack on, on conservatives. And my Internet Bill of Rights is going to secure rights for everyone, not just conservatives. We want everyone to have the freedom of speech. It's it, it's like we we shouldn't have to have this conversation. Like that's a, the the part that you, that I want people to realize is we're having conversations about topics that five even a couple of years ago or even even if we go further back you would never thought you would be having a conversation about freedom of okay. speech. Never thought you'd have a conversation yeah. about uh, making sure that men stay out of women's sports. What? Are you kidding me? Right. I mean, are, are, right. uh, what, what, what planet are we living? What country are we living in? And what, cause it's mm-hmm. what demons are the ones that are in there making these decisions. And at least, you know, yeah. Jerome is not a demon because he, he's a pastor. He's been doing it for a long yeah. time. So even if that yeah. is the only thing that you actually somewhat connect with, right. Cause it's at this point, whatever, I, I'm not saying whatever it's going to take, but you know, it can't get in people's heads, but I, I, I can, it's only so much complaining people can be doing if they're not taking other forms of action in order to compensate for it. So you're actually getting somebody like uh, you're getting somebody here. That's going to stick up for you. That's actually going to make changes that it's not afraid to have those conversations with a bunch of existing politicians, right? Cause he's going to go in, in there and be, he's going to be the odd man out. Like they're not going to be happy to see him there, but I, I have confidence in him that he's going to make some nice headways because he's also comes from that athlete background, which does, it's, it's more than just physical. There's a whole different ideology and just determination mindset that comes from professional athletes, especially in the football world. Again, I made the comment that they always win dancing with the stars, Part of it's because of their physical agility, but part of it is just because of their endurance. And they're, they don't get, these people don't give up. They just, I mean, they're like machines. So that's what you need. You don't need some uh, wuss who's in there who's just going to get run over by lobbyists and existing politicians that have some more years on them because those are the ones we got to get rid of. So you, you got a fighter mm-hmm. right here, guys. You got to get a fighter right here, but you got you to help them out. You got to go vote and then you got to tell you got to you got to bring in your troops bring in your spear even if everybody brought in everybody called five people and next thing you know you got an extra thousand votes or whatever right it's compound interest so um you know uh, you, you got to get behind the right people and support them because otherwise you can't then you don't get the right to complain you but at least you, you decided to get onto the playing field i respect you for that because it's it's it's, it's mm. ugly it's ugly out there in that 
in that world that you're running in. So what else do you want to share with them? Because I'm watching the clock and I know you got to go. You got to get back on the trail. You got to go knock on doors and do your things. And what else do you want them to know? Where do you want them to go? Well, Last minute support, all the above. Yeah, get out there and do it, y'all. Make a donation to my campaign. Definitely going to need that for the next level that we are about to hit. Uh, we will be re- getting ready and gearing up for the general and, uh, and taking it to the next level. Hmm? And you said oh, yeah, you're leading in the polls. Right. Yes, I'm leading, leading in the, the polls. polls. Uh, Good. Yeah, leading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So go to JeromeForCongress.com, make a donation there, and also get, click on the Get Involved donate, uh, button. And uh, if you're looking for a place to help knock on doors, make phone calls, our team will receive you warmly. Well, and then also Thank you, you for can sign, sign in your front yard. Spell out the website, too, for, so everybody has it the correct way. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, J-E-R-O-N-E, as in November. Jerome, J-E-R-O-N-E, F-O-R, Congress.com. Jerome for Congress. Simple, guys. Simple. We're giving you a great candidates today to support, but you've got to help them. You got to help them, and you can uh, and volunteer. You can push out the digital. You can call your friends. You throw them a bone. Give them a couple bucks, and uh, they'll do last-minute pushes. So, Jerome, good luck. And uh, you're not in my district, so I cannot vote for you. But I am encouraging people to do the same, to actually go ahead and do that. And I'm doing what I can on on the uh, media end. So, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to actually see you face to face on Friday. And good luck, my friend. I look forward to uh, thank you. a little victory uh, return. Some victory in is on the way. Victory Thank you, God bless on America. the way. Thank you. Thank you, Jerome. Right. Good luck. Good luck. Buena suerte. So there we go. Okay, everybody. So this is uh, another, we're doing a showcase today. Six, 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 count of six uh, candidates, grassroots candidates. So even if they are not in your area, you can still listen to what people have to say. Right? And then uh, we want you to be able to contact your friends, your family, your com, whatever and get them involved and make sure again, 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 can't make this more important. Make sure you go vote in person the day of the of elections, whether your primary is on Tuesday, which there's five states, or there are 14 total for the month of the month of August. And then of course, there's a couple more after that. And then the uh, midterm. Well, obviously we'll be talking many, many times before them, but you've got to get out of this mail in mail in, dropping it off, whatever. There's no chain of custody. And, and especially in Arizona, in the window in the upper left-hand corner, it shows you who, what party you are. So it's just like they're Republican, if you, it was mine. I don't have mail-in ballots. I don't, I don't do that. I actually go in person. And uh, I, you know, I used to win. It was the older people down by the school, and then they, I'd run it through the machine, and I get my little sticker, and I take my bike. It takes three minutes, and then I'd come home. And then, of course, last year, not even close, right? Mm, yeah, not good. Oh, and then the other thing is because uh, uh, you don't want to drop it in a box, right? And then because uh, they're going to – literally, if you drop it in a demon box, which is a ballot box, or you drop it in a mailbox, a female box, or a trans box, because I want to be politically correct. I want to make sure I'm inclusive. So I can't leave out the females. If I'm going to say a male, I got to leave out the, I can't leave out the female. And then I want to throw in the trans, right? And then a demon seems to be another category of what people have become is you a male, female, trans, and demons, right? Because they're all over Washington, D.C. And they're all over a lot of places. Because as I've been mentioned before, it's 12, it's 229. Jim Lehman is going to be calling in here uh, shortly. So I just wanted to uh, keep an eye on my clock. Keep an eye on my clock. Um, you know, these people are so evil, right? And, and they're so nefarious. Like a Nancy Pelosi is an example. How, you know, for the things that these people believe stand up for and um, uh, like laws they're passing or just things that come out of your mouth, you're like, there, there has to be some sort of demonic 
uh, uh, possession of this person because how could you how could you act like that how could you think like that and that's uh, you know we've got to get rid of the demons in DC and speaking of getting rid of DC uh, demons in DC uh, I got Jim Lehman he is I just called him he is just this breaking news breaking news everybody am I gonna do a breaking news for him I'm gonna just do a breaking news. This just in, Jim Lehman is on the phone. He's the only candidate for U.S. Senate for the Grand Canyon state of Arizona. As I said, he's the only candidate that is, that is literally qualified. He's an America first, common sense, conservative patriot, Fortune 500 executive veteran, and one of the honest good guys. Audience, a big round of applause for God and country, loving and serving, faith and freedom fighting, action taken, problem solving, common sense cap wearing, grassroots representing, America saving conservative candidate who will be kicking some serious arse and taking names in Washington, D.C. Jim Lehman, hardest working guy I know on the campaign trail. How are you? Great, uh, Michelle. And by the way, with that introduction, uh, it's been too long since uh, I've been on your show. (laughs) This is pretty amazing. Thank you. Well, you deserve it. You're, you're, you're one of the good guys. You know, you really are. You're not just jumping on the scene because it was uh, an idea you had, right? You have the background, an incredibly successful businessman. You've been involved with the community. You know how to make things work. But with that, not only comes that success, but when you have a business at the level that you took it to, you can negotiate, but you also stand firm on what you uh, believe in that you're not going to cave in and you don't need to, you know, that's another good thing is you weren't like asking for all of these donations from these big packs and these big groups, which completely just run the show. And then they become the puppet master for candidates. And that's what we can't, we can't literally afford that anymore for any level of government. And you're not that kind of guy. Michelle, uh, well said, and since we talked last, uh, a lot has come out about, you know, Masters on his side, how deep Peter Thiel is in terms of being this liberal libertarian, kind of the the globalist of globalists, when you, we now know, of course, uh, he's on the steering committee of the Bilderberg uh, Conference, which is, of course, where what is that guy in Europe, Klaus, uh, something or other, Schwab, Schwab and Schwab, yeah. uh, the, the, the Soros kids, uh, those types. And this guy's on steering committee. We saw an alert, uh, what, two months ago where he was uh, one of the featured speakers at their quarterly conference. Started putting uh, two and two together, and we found, uh, of course, you know, it's par for masters. You know, that's the way he's spoken throughout his, uh, you know, recent years about being for open borders, open drug trade, all the things that kind of that, you know, half uh, liberal, uh, which is, of course, libertarian, right, Uh, the Mm -hmm. way they think. And, of course, I stand uh, four square with the uh, National Border Patrol Council, who've endorsed us, Brandon Judd, just been working so hard with us going to these town halls and really, helping us uh, get out the vote because, you know, Michelle, they want someone who's going to immediately uh, get Remain New Mexico policy instituted, which says border agents can turn everyone away. They must get your case adjudicated, the country they came from, as it was in 2020. We had it down to 2,000 a week. That's still a lot, but 
it's minuscule compared to the 52,000 uh, a week now of invasion that we're going through. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Masters just seems very much aligned uh, with, you know, with Mark Kelly's uh, thoughts here because he's from borders, tries to make like he's not, but he's voted that way. Uh, he's voted for uh, taxpayer-funded benefits for illegals. I thought it was uh, a little bit comic relief this weekend in between. We only, we've been doing five, six stops a day on Get Out the Vote for the you know last many weeks in addition to all the other campaigning we've done. But it, it was nice to get a little laugh in when I heard that, uh, you know, Mark Kelly was uh, going to close some gaps <laughs> in the uh, in walls. And right. I read the... Uh, I read in the journal this morning the details of that, that by the end of the year, they will have started the environmental review and that they would hope within one year to be able to have a permit to close the gaps. I know what he's talking about. They're like 100-yard gaps where a water canal comes through in Yuma. But literally, if you go another two miles down the stretch wall, it's open for 40 miles. And and these guys are all show masters, uh, Kelly, birds of the same feather. You know, Michelle, I'm going there to affect real change and get this country back on square because I don't have to take Bilderberg, you know, conference money, globalist money from Thiel, these swamp creatures in D.C., as you know, putting in uh, my own capital and matching uh, what we need to to get our message out, plus thousands of small donations from across the state and the country. Well, and I think that, you know, everything that you're sharing today, and you've been very consistent on on the trail and the conversations you and I had, and I've expressed it to people, see, on the air versus off the air, he's the same person, you guys. I said, it's just, and it's rare because some people that I know on one side of the mic versus the other, they're kind of a little different. Uh, so you're not getting that with him, but, you know, it's almost like, uh, and I was talking about this earlier with Heidi, you know, um, you know, it, when it comes to some of these people, they, they, um, they're, they're, it's not that they're not taking it seriously, like you're, like Blake and your, your, your I don't even want to call him a competitor, but he's also running, right? Because I don't want to give him the, the, the credibility to be at the same level. Um, it's almost like they're just doing it to kind of go through the motions, and they're doing more talking points as opposed to because it's, uh, it's like cool and hip, you know, and rather than actually being wanting to do it for the reasons that you've consistently given and then also provided solutions rather than maybe what a, uh, an advisor handed him as a list. And I think that's important that people make that differentiation. And then also when it comes to, you know, like, uh, yeah, I, people have somewhat put so much emphasis on an endorsement and I bring this up in multiple shows. We talked about it early today. Um, you know, if you look at some of the endorsements Trump has done, I think he's a great president, and, and, uh, but you also keep in consideration they haven't been that great. Mehmet Oz is just one that they could point out. Joe Kent's another. It's a whole bunch. And, um, you know, you really got to look at the candidates for what they're offering and for what state, not necessarily who got an endorsement. Because I, 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 the endorsement process is not anything that you think it's cracked up to be. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes things, and um, it's not necessarily the – best candidate. Let's just leave it at that. So I've let your brains wonder, audience. But I'm just saying is, is uh, Lehman is, is, is the man for the job. So I'm, uh, I'm putting you uh, full force. And I even wore the shirt on Friday, on Friday's shows. I, I wore the Lehman shirt. So I'm all, I'm all Lehman down. I had it on the, all, both of the shows that I did. I was a three hours of Lehman shirt on brighteon.tv. 
So I'm doing what I can, my friend. What do you want to? Sh- what do you do? Sure. What do you want for people? What do you last minute? Anything? I just want to kind of give you a little bit of an open forum here. Surely, no. Very much appreciated, uh, Michelle, uh, with with your support. You're exactly right relative. Look at the endorsements, uh, you know, the National Border Patrol Council, the Arizona Police, sheriffs, all have not just endorsed, they were unanimous in their selection of layman, myself, and never has that occurred uh, before. Uh, they want someone who's going to be a fighter. Uh, Masters literally came in last with him because he was wanting to do things that were, you know, sell more drones than the guys on the border said, Jim, we're just going to attract more people coming in. We need policy to be able to turn these people away, which is what I have to go play rough in the Senate, make sure we get that codified uh, into law. On the polling side, you know, we, uh, as a, uh, I as a business guy, always want the facts, the real numbers. And so we as a group have uh, John McLaughlin, uh, best, most accurate in the country, 20 years running. We're up one point in the nightly polling we do and have done uh, every night for, for many, many weeks. And these polls that people <laughs> that people see Joy Masters uh, in a lead, be very wary. We've done our homework, looked inside of them. Uh, either Peter Thiel, PAC, uh, pays for those five, $600, $1,100 a pop, or the Democratic mm. National Committee even with the PPP poll because they really uh... want the attempt to want to run against Masters. They have, you know, their worst nightmare is being able to, having to run against uh, laymen. Given uh, Kelly, which we'll face starting Wednesday morning, you know, is a veteran in his state. Over 40% of the voters uh, in the general election have a veteran in the home or one removed, like a cousin or in-law. And that is a very big voting block. So you need a veteran to go against the veteran. I am six-year paratrooper, you know, officer, plus, as you said, uh, then in the private industry. And in that uh, industry, uh, Michelle, as you know, you know, we are by American first. By far, the industry leader in re-owned showing American products, switchgear, cable, steel, and these vicious lies that come out of these globalists. You know, Peter Thiel, who Masters has only ever worked for, is giving him the money to run these vicious uh, lies. Peter Thiel was the founding board member of Facebook. He left the board uh, since 2005. He left Facebook uh, about four months ago, and Zuckerberg quoted in the quarterly report of Facebook saying, you know, profuse in his praise of Peter Thiel, my most trusted advisor from Zuckerberg to Thiel, and the only guy that Masters has ever worked for was Peter Thiel. Myself, great companies we built here in America, employing great Americans, 22% veterans, you know, a team built uh, here in Arizona, you know, uh, 2,000 strong. And I intend to get our manufacturing back, get our energy going robustly again, Mining, Arizona's mother load does a great job for our kids and grandkids. Water, moving it from the Mississippi to the Colorado. It's been on the drawing boards for 20 years too long. I'm going to get it moving. I'm going to get this federal government downsized and out of our daily lives. And I'm going there, Michelle, to uh, – I'm going to play hardball. I'm not going there to mess around. You know, I'm not beholding to anyone except Arizona because I don't take uh, their dirty money. Yeah, there you go. That's another – like this – Play this back, everyone, and share this with your friends here in Arizona. If they want, if they're kind of on the fence or they're not sure, literally, you need somebody who has this kind of moxie, right? You also need somebody who has extensive business experience, because then what he can do when he's in there, he literally can run over these people. 
when he uh, goes and deals with them because they don't know how to negotiate, right? They just follow orders and they're a bunch of puppets there, right? And then, and, and then you've got a couple maybe like have partial ringleaders. But if they have somebody like a Jim Lehman that comes in there and they're going to be, oh, oh, okay, well, then we'll, we'll do that. So I, I have a feeling it's going to be uh, really helpful for that country overall, not just Arizona. So, uh, Jim, I know that you were going to give me 10 minutes because you literally uh, are all over the place today and uh, tomorrow getting everybody to get the vote out and encourage people to go vote for Jim Lehman for U.S. Senate here in the uh, once great but yet can be great again state of Arizona. So give the website and uh, plug what do you need to plug, my friend. Jill, thank you so much and really appreciate your support and all your listeners. Uh, Jim. Layman, L-A-M-O-N dot com. You'll, of course, see uh, our uh, policies listed there. If you need a voting site, uh, we've got a link there for you uh, as well. You'll see some bold policies of getting this country back for our kids and grandkids and many more than others. And that's what I spoke to. To your point, Michelle, we're taking a very robust team to D.C., an expert in each one of these 20 policies and going there to get business done. We're not taking young college Republican graduates as a typical senator would do on his staff. We're taking the beef, as I like to call it, and uh, looking so forward Wednesday to taking on uh, Mark Kelly in order to flip this U.S. Senate back red and getting back to America instead of this Marxism that uh, Kelly has so sold us out on. And, guys, I'll go there and work hard every day and not taking – a pension, you know, going to donate my salary here in Arizona, two-term limit, uh, signed this pledge for only two terms. Uh, this is going to be a, a job that I look forward to doing to helping my kids, grandkids, and everyone else uh, on your call to be able to have the American dream that, that we grew up with. And I work mm-hmm. tirelessly every day, guys. Whoever's running that Senate, I look forward to, you know, every morning they get up, they dread the fact that they got to go in and work with Lehman and his team because they're going <laughs> to those over right. get this country back. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be like, we've never had to work so much. This is not cool. How do we get rid of this guy? <laughs> he's everywhere, and he's got all these friends. They're so smart. What do we do? Oh, yeah, it's going to be fun to watch, and I have a feeling you're going to be very vocal about it because that's the other thing. You're going to tell everybody. Once you're there, like, hey, you want to know how screwed up this place is? I'm going to tell you every single day so you know, every, you know as much as we do here so you can actually make some huge uh, strides and makes uh, change really changes the relationship between the people and the elected selected elites because we need to get rid of all the ones that are currently in office. So Jim, good luck tomorrow and I will be happily voting for you. I'll take a picture of it because I think you can do that. It's not like you back in the years where there's no rules. So I, I think I'll take a picture. I will send it to you. And then if you didn't get a chance, go ahead and you can uh, watch me wear my Jim Lehman shirt when I hosted brighttown.tv Alan Keys last Friday and then my show, which was on, uh, 4 p.m. on Fridays at uh, 4 p.m. Pacific time on brighttown.tv. All right. Thank you, my friend. Good luck. You're gonna, you got this. You got this. And we're going to pray for you, too. Thank you, Michelle. Everybody get out and vote. Thank you. Have yeah. a great day. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, yeah, you're going to vote. You're going to go vote day of. You're going to vote in person. And we've given you some great candidates today. This is a yeah, grassroots showcase of amazing candidates. I just talked to Jim Lehman. He's been on the show before. He's been on this radio talk radio show. He's been on the TV show. And, um, I, you know, this is, these are the guys that you, that are going to do the best job for you here in Arizona. And then also this nation, you're talking about country too, right? So he's going to the Senate. And then, um, my next guest is going to be going to Senate too. Um, but these are the guys you got to get behind. 
these guys getting on because they're grassroots because they actually are they they're, they're, they're all business owners. Ah, what a great criteria. And they're currently not in office. Oh, my second favorite criteria, right? Uh, <laughs> two things. Are you a business owner? Uh, no. Are you currently in office? Yes. <clears throat> right, disqualified, right? So we want to make sure. And you want to make, you also want to get somebody who's been doing heavy lifting all along the way. I gave the example earlier, and I, I, I will give it again, and I give it on every show. What have you done for me lately, Janet Jackson? And I don't mean the Janet Jackson that's running. I'm Janet Jackson, the singer. Because it, what if um, uh, you've got all these people that say once they get into office, they're going to magically change into this amazing person that's going to do all these things to um, uh, work for we the people, blah, 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 blah. But what, are they doing it now? No. <laughs> so what happens on this magical day? You become a different person. Well, I want to vote for that person who's going to be, you're going to become, not the person you are now. So wait a second. So that means it's a different candidate, <laughs> right? So you want to make sure that the person who's running you know, running, what is that? I don't know. I don't know when they say running. Running to me is on the treadmill or down the street, okay? So you want to make sure the person that is, in, that is running for a, a political position actually is doing a lot of the stuff now. Oh, my God, what a novel concept. As opposed to somebody who's not doing it, but all talk. Oh, when I get there, I'm going to do this. Well, you can do a lot of stuff now because I know a lot of people are doing a lot of stuff, and they have jobs and kids and, and uh, animals and lives and all that. So my next guest. Josh Barnett, he's one of those guys who's doing stuff now, has been doing stuff. And by stuff, I mean actually really being involved in the community. So Josh Barnett, he joined me briefly because we had some technical issues on the uh, Dr. Alan Key show that we did over, I guess, hosted uh, last Friday. So you can check that out on brighttown.tv, brighttown.tv. He is a Republican congressional candidate for Arizona District 1, District Uno, and that is my district here in uh, Scottsdale, in Scottsdale-ish, small business owner and a faith and family man, uh-huh. checking all the boxes, he's been on the grassroots battlefield for years, stood up to the tyranny of the lockdowns, yes he did, played a major role in the Arizona audit, has been fighting against election fraud in Merrick, corruption county, and is truly a leader, audience, a big round of applause. For God and country love and faith and freedom fighting fraud exposing America first in grassroots representing masses motivating business supporting tyranny tackling common sense cap wearing conservative candidate who will make Arizona proud and America great again. Josh Barnett. Hey, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, I don't know what to say after that great in, uh, introduction. <laughs> I don't know where to go now from that. That was uh, a lot built into once, and I like how you kind of did a uh, kind of a Ric Flair thing to it uh, with with the intro there. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's amazing. Sometimes I, uh, depending on who the person is, a lot of the times I know more about them than they think that they know about themselves, and they're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. I said, see, I, I just <laughs> I'm just reminding you how cool you really are. That's all I'm doing. Yeah. So, uh, no, I just want to make sure that when I bring people on these special segments of the show, this is Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox, where we get the longer form interviews, the short ones are in the first hour, and then I kind of give a little extra special treatment to the people that come in on this, this second part of the show, just because there's something that they're doing that's right. There's some sort of something about their personality, whether their business, their community, they're, they're, they're dealing with, you know, certain things, aspects of life uh, that, that really can help other people or they're a leader. There's somebody that people should, I don't 
you know, we, we don't put, we don't have false idols here. We don't put people on pedestals, but somebody that you're going to get information from, you're going to get quality content that literally will do something to change your business life or community or somebody you need to support. Mm-hmm. So I, at least I can do is, is, is throw in a nice, uh, a nice intro for them. So that's all. That's all. Well, I appreciate it. I think that was for the best intro that I've ever had the entire time. <laughs> so I, I appreciate it. Well, it was, it was very good and at the same time. So it was a, uh, because it, it's hard. I, I feel sometimes that I've done, not not to brag about myself or anything, but like to that I've done so many things kind of behind the scenes that I don't get the opportunity to say all at once. You know, when you get 15, 20 minutes uh, in different areas when I'm speaking at different different venues and places. So um, sometimes I do forget some of the stuff that I've done, um, you know, over the last couple of years. Uh, and and it, it's nice that somebody does remind you of that. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. You know, and um, so it is, it is nice to have people paying attention and kind of looking into you. Well, and, you know, that's the thing we, as we the people, need to do more, right? Because you, there's this part of the, especially campaigning or even promotion when you're doing things on your own, you got a small business or you're just a regular person or you got a group or whatever it is, you have to have shameless self-promotion, right? So because this is business step two, so I'm just all wrapping it in. Because you kind of you kind of brought it up, yeah. but but my so you have to you have that a little bit in, in all aspects of your life. Like even if you're you know like like just say you're going out in the dating scene. Well, you better you better promote yourself, otherwise no one's gonna get no one's gonna buy you a drink, ask you out on a date, or however that works nowadays. I don't even know because those days those days that need to be rekindled. Or that's my own problem. That's a whole other show, right, Josh? So, but as far as uh, we the people, right? You've got people that are representing uh, you in in all different levels of government. And now you've got, because it's the time of the year, you've got candidates. It's our job to find out what people stand for, who they are, what they've done. Because otherwise, what are mm-hmm. we putting in there that's representing us, that's making decisions to drastically change our lives, our business, our communities. And as far as I can see from you know, starting to really pay attention, which I don't think it's that hard now, the people in all these positions, whether it's uh, community level, like you're talking city council or up to the federal level where you're talking about going to the swampiness of the, the demon center, right. Where they all hang out. Um, those people have literally done all kinds of decisions just over the past couple of years that have literally destroyed all of that. So it's up to us to make sure and do our, do our homework, take the time to find out who are these people, because they're going to be making decisions that literally affect every aspect of our lives. And you've seen that through this, the COVID, right. And um, so, yeah, that's our responsibility. Because they, you are going to make decisions. Literally, you go to Washington D.C., Josh. You're going to make decisions that affect my life, and I think people need that to get that in their heads. So, with that being said, what decisions are you going to be doing that are going to make my life better? Because it's all about me, right? What's in it for me? That's what the American people are always saying, but yet they don't take the actions. And now we're giving you the candidate who is going to be able to do the right things for you. So, what do you, what are you going to do? What have you done for me lately, Josh? What are you going to do? it's a mindset that needs to be changed throughout America mm-hmm. that we don't elect, we elect servants right. and, and the people that you elect are there to serve you and your will, not their own will. And that's been a problem. We have too many people in office that are doing things for their own will and for their own opportunity and own financial gain, et cetera, they're compromised. You can go on and on about it. So that, that's, that's a big problem. And that's, that's one thing that I absolutely despise and hate about Washington DC or about politics in general is, selfish people that are that are in there for the wrong reasons and all too often we see this 
Um, I kind of pride myself on um, on the fact that I can carry a lot. I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for any other reason other than what government's there, supposed to be there for, and that is to maintain and protect your individual liberties and freedoms. That's what government's supposed to be for. And, and if you don't believe me, look at Article 2, Section 1 of Arizona Constitution. I'll tell you clearly that it's there to protect and maintain your individual rights as well as uh, to have a perpetuity to free government. So we need to we need to remember that we need to remember that there, we are not electing leaders we are not a monarchy you know we we are electing servants to use the people who are in control and and that's what I want to remind people that's what I've been teaching people for the last couple of years and and um, I'm going to continue teaching win or lose does not matter I'm going to continue teaching that to the people and um, using my platform to um, have a knowledgeable base out there you know and, and show them how to fight back and what they can do. And, and that's what we did uh, with the lockdowns. Uh, you know, we figured out, uh, my good friend David Jose and I, we, we figured out how to, you know, reopen my, my facility, my, my business, my gym here in Arizona, in Phoenix, and then reopened another 127 businesses after that. And, um, you know, that's one thing, you know, when you, when you learn the Constitution, the rights, and how to stand on them, they, they don't want you to know. You know what's strange is not one, not one journalist, the entire couple of years now has reached out to me asking me about what I did has asked me, how did you do it? How did you, how did you reopen in the middle of a pandemic quote pandemic or a lockdown? Mm-hmm. What did you do? Not one person reached out to me conservative or nothing, nobody. And, and it's remarkable to me. It well, shows you how disgustingly corrupt our media is. And it's almost like they don't want you to know what you can actually do as, as one of the people who hold, who hold all political power. It's like they don't really want you to know how much power you actually have and what you can do. Mm-hmm. With it. And, mm-hmm. and that's another reason why I'm running because, you know, one of the main reasons why is just the blatant, disgusting corruption that I see on a daily basis within our government. And, and you know, with what we see even today with, with the Hunter Biden laptop and everything they ignored, and they're trying to wash it, you know, wash it away and sweep it under the rug. And, and with, with Fauci, and the China virus and being man-made for Wuhan, they're trying to wipe it under the rug. And Rand Paul's trying to fight to get the truth. You know, I, I plan on going there, although Rand's in the Senate. You know, if we get Jim Lehman in there, I'll help with Jim, you know. But, you know, we, we, need, we need to fight back. We need, you know, we need more, at least in the House, we need more Jim George. We need more Thomas Massey's. You know, we, we need more of those types of people that are going to stand and fight and, and under, have a good sound understanding of the Constitution to do it. And I think that's one of my number one requirements for anybody I vote for. Do they have the courage and guts and the will to, to fight, not give up? And do they have mm-hmm. a sound understanding of the rights of the people? And, and that's, that's what I always look for in a candidate. And I think more people need to look, kind of look at the person, look into that person's soul and say, does this person have what it takes? Are they tough enough? Are they, are they smart enough in, in the sense of a constitutional rights of the people to, to do what's best for America and what's best for me, you know, here in uh, back here in Congressional District 1 in Arizona. Well, and also, too, because we know what happens when they get there. And then uh, they might give you all the rhetoric now. They do the talking points. They've hired the right people. They put on the, you know, the shiny stuff, and they, they say what you want. They think that you want to hear, and then they go there. Then they become one of them, mm-hmm. They're like invasion of the body snatchers, and then they become part of the uniparty because it's not the left and the right. Mm-hmm. It's literally there's – 
Oh, the, the the big one of the biggest threats to the conservatives and the grassroots is our own our own party, the Republican Party, the D, the RNC, and the GOP. Right? Don't, mm-hmm. don't let anyone don't let anyone mm-hmm. fool you on that one, everybody. They're worse than the Democrats mm-hmm. because I get the stories from the people in our patriot leaders groups nationwide, and the biggest problems they have is our own party uh, trying to get rid of the grassroots people. Uh, and and it's also very interesting because it's consistent. It's consistent tactics. It's consistent language. It's almost like they have a uh, playbook where they, and they have a uh, how to uh, to do list. And then I give that out to everybody. So with that being said, you want to make sure that the person that goes there isn't going to fall for it because it's very easy. It's like going into a brothel, right? You're just like, you know what? I'm not into this, but you know, it does look like this party is having a good time. So maybe I'll just try it once. And then you know that you cannot do that in the Washington DC. There's a bunch of demons there. So you need to have somebody that has a strong, uh, literally, constitution, somebody that has some morals and values and is not only is going to fight, but it's going to stick out for what they believe and not change when they get in there, whether they actually were lying to you in the very beginning or they actually decide to go, oh, you know what, I like this, uh, this new way. I just, you know, um, I got two more years in here, so it's not a big deal. And I'm going to make all these new friends and a bunch of money and power and all that. But then you can go back and look at what the person, as I brought up the analogy earlier, that person is actually going to um, uh, look what, what have they done for the past couple years or who, what type of person they are. Josh has shown that. So he's not somebody that you just found out about, maybe because you haven't been paying attention, but we see him on the ground. We see him at the events. He's been there literally with the lockdowns. He played a huge role and like he just gave you examples of opening his business. So you, you, can, you can rely on that. He's already shown you what happens when there's pressure. Um, jo- stick with me, Josh. I'm just losing yeah. the live feed on one of the platforms, but the show is still recording. Okay. No and it's problem. Still, uh, it's, yeah, so let me just let, me let, let them know. So we're still coming to you live on all the different platforms, all the different platforms like the uh, – and I'll give them to you after he, he chats. But you, you guys know where everything is and get her and the Rumble and the Cloud Hubs and all that fun stuff. But we're losing the feed over on Blog Talk Radio. So if you want, go to everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. And you can pick and choose your other social media platforms where we're streaming live for the next hour. And everything is also being recorded. So we're all good there. We're just losing, lose, we're losing one live feed. All the rest of them are there. So we still are on uh, seven. So I'll take seven all day long. So with that being said, Josh, I kind of gave you a lot to munch on. I gave you a lot to chew on. So what do you, what do you think? What do you think all that? Well, that, that, that. That, you know, that's the biggest thing I tell people, the difference between me and the other two guys in the race is I've actually, I can show you what I've done for the people. I can show you how I work. And you got to think about that's That's really just part-time me doing it, you know, because I run a business, you know, I, I got to pay bills. I, you know, I got kids and uh, you know, if when I'm doing this full time, it's going to be uh, 10 times better. But you know, like you said, I saved businesses during the lockdown. I've had mass mandates removed. I've had vaccine mandates removed nationwide by showing people how to stand on our constitutional rights and, and, and how to fight back via affidavits and notices. Uh, we've been involved in some larger projects as well with that um, in regards to UAW and, and some other uh, larger things that are going on. Um, I also initiated or helped, you know, to initiate the Maricopa Forensic Audit. And, um, and when I was teaching legislators nationwide, uh, what what the rights of the people are in, in this unprecedented situation, you know, with the audit here. So, you know, I was deeply involved with that. I was in touch with a lot of the senators here in Arizona on a, a fairly regular basis uh, about constitutionally what should be happening in Arizona. 
Um, also with Tim Ransom, I've been working with Tim up in Wisconsin for the last over 18 months now. Um, as far as how to nullify 2020, that's what we've been teaching, that rules, form, procedure, and policy were all broken in the election as well as statutes. And when that happens, you cannot certify something that is invalid. You cannot certify something that is uh, null and void. You know, when it's dead, when it's dead on a uh, face value, it's dead on the spot. You cannot certify it or you certify it and make it all of a sudden legal. It can't happen. It's literally impossible. So we've been showing people um, on paper. We wrote rebuttals to Wisconsin uh, Ledge Council. I've written rebuttals to Arizona Ledge Council, telling them basically they're wrong and, and laying it out for them. And they never rebut back because they can't. You know, they, they can't deny anything that, that I've said or David Ozea said. Uh, we were at the meeting with Speaker Voss on March 16th. We had a private meeting with him in Wisconsin, and we were invited up to, to come speak. And we cornered, we trapped, we trapped Speaker Voss with maladministration. And what maladministration is, like I said, rules, form, procedure, statutes are all broken. The election was ran illegally. Therefore, no one can win an illegally run election. And just in a nutshell, you know, to make it simple, and we cornered him, and he, he literally was turning white and getting sweaty because he was getting nervous because he knew, he knew that what he did by certifying a legally run election was is treasonous. And, mm-hmm. and he knows we caught him. And, and uh, when he came out of that meeting, uh, he came out of the meeting in the hallway. There's probably like 40 cameras in the hallway outside of the, the Capitol there in Madison. And he said, I don't believe there's, wide, there's fraud, but I believe there's actually there's widespread fraud. It's the first time he's publicly admitted it. So we were all like, whoa, wow, did he just admit that? You know, we had um, Tim Ransom came in the room at that time, and then John Eastman, the attorney, um, and Ivan Raikland, another constitutional attorney we're friends with, and we were all like, wow, he finally admitted it, <laughs> you know? But mm-hmm. he trapped him. He knows, he knows he's trapped, and, uh, and he knows Tim Ransom. He has a new resolution now um, based on maladministration, which was what we've been teaching the last since November 4, 2020. And Tim, Tim, to be honest with you, Tim's the only one that really truly listened and read what we gave him and understood and studied what, what we were telling him and realized that was the right path to get this done. And now we're, we're very, very close to something possibly happening in Wisconsin. You know, Arizona kept getting interfered with by attorneys, by these bar association attorneys that are crooked and corrupt. And, um, they, they, you know, the problem is this. The bar attorneys don't take an oath to the Constitution. The state legislators do. So that's going to that's gonna fall back on them later, you know, for not for allowing a third-party entity, private association, bar association, interfere with the people's business. That's, that, that falls back on the person who's for the oath, not to the bar attorney. So we can get hmm. deep into that as well. But we've been fighting this stuff uh, with Amanda Chase in Virginia, um, and then uh, with Candace Taylor in Georgia. She's still fighting it. What happened this last election yeah. is – that was horrible. You know, she's, horrible. she's fighting now. You know, we've been working with Candace. I'm good friends with Candace, and um, been working with Minnie Robinson in in, in uh, Nevada. Um, and then we started meeting uh, Matt DiPerno in Michigan, and uh, the Bill Bailey with the grassroots there. So we've we've been all over the country working with these people and uh, and teaching what the rights are and what to do. And and I believe that um, you know we've got a lot of headway. We've got a lot of a lot of stuff going, but. I think Wisconsin might, unfortunately, not Arizona, but Wisconsin might be the first one to nullify 2020. There's a lot of potential there. Um, yeah. So keep and an eye on that. Uh, I know. agree with you. 
I, I agree. I, I'm dis, I will be disappointed, but I don't have the confidence in our existing elected and selected elite to pull the trigger because they haven't done it in what they could have easily done it in so many different ways. We had, it's like anything else. We had all the, we have all the potential and we just fell down on the one yard line. And I think that in, for me, the, I, that's the way I feel about most of the, most of those people for many, many issues. Uh-huh. This is just not one of them, but it's been like that yeah. year after year after year. I've lived here since 1996. That's a long time. And I've just, it's yeah. one disappointment after the another, when you have some, you have so much potential in this state and you're like, why, mm-hmm. why, why are, why are we not taking advantage of all of these great things? Like you know, we should be the state when somebody says, Hey, you know, you always hear, you always hear well, Florida, Texas, Florida, Texas. I mean, we should be in that trio, right? There's no reason why we should yeah. not be included in there, especially with the income tax and the state income tax, things like that. Why are we not there? You can mm-hmm. be getting so many businesses coming here flocking and so many great things for the people. And you're like, Oh, you know why? Because this place has been run for by rhinos. It is so infested yeah. with establishment. Old McCain, you've got Douchey, you've got all of these people. I mean, yeah. you've got Schweiker. Schweiker, the guy should be in yeah. prison, no less being in yeah. Congress and then being representative and uh, for in because I'm you're me, I'm you. Like, well, I'm in District One, so and then you've got this other character, Elijah Norton, who's running. Where I I can all. I, don't even get me started on where all his money's coming from. I mean, this guy's young. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Uh-uh. He spent $3 I, I million. Dollars. Yeah. He's, yeah. No, no, no. He spent Fishy. $3 million, you know? Fishy. No. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. No. You, 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 someone's like, oh, he's self-made. My ass, he's self-made. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. So, and the money's coming from somewhere, and this whole system is so corrupt that when you actually find a good guy like you and these other candidates that we've had on the show today where they really are grassroots, it's almost like that's a, it's a no-brainer, guys. Why don't be, don't be, um, don't be distracted by the big fancy signs or like you know we're gonna have a party every week. You can get free food. I don't want your free food, and I don't want to. Yeah. I, I want you to get your ass out there and do the things that need to be done and show me what have you done for me lately. It's pretty simple. And Josh is mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of a guy. You've you, you've proven yourself. Now it's up to we the people yeah. to actually. To spite our face or our nose or something with our body pot and biting it off to make sure that uh, we don't, we, you know, we don't hose ourselves. You know, so I think that we're finding yeah. out we're, we're own, our own worst enemies. Um, and and you, you've got great candidates there, and so you got to support them. You got to support them. So uh, you're 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 the guy. You're the guy for District One. This is my district, right? This is the one that you got to yeah, vote for. Yeah. There's no other co- other competition just gives you more of the same. And the more of the same is really bad and it's only going to get worse. So you can't do that people. I, um, I've been saying, I've been saying from day one with a lot of people or not a lot. I mean, some of the people that are like, well, um, you know, I'm, I'm with Elijah and I'm like, I'll tell you what name, I'll give you my word. I'll drop out of the race right now. If you can name one thing that Elijah Norton has done for the people the last two years, except for donate money, name name mm-hmm. just one thing. They can't do it. I cornered yeah. Dan Farley with this exact question, and he couldn't answer me. And then I asked him, you know what? Now that I think about it, name one endorsement that Elijah Norton has. I, I name one. He couldn't name one. So think about it. You got a guy. I'm not not on a personal level. I'm talking about just facts, right? You got a guy in Elijah Norton who spent three million dollars thinking he's going to buy his way, buy his way into the race. He's done absolutely nothing for the people. Even if 
staunch supporters can't name one thing that he's done for the people. So we've had lockdowns and mandates and, and, uh, uh, and all these election integrity issues and stuff that's going to be going on. He hasn't done one thing to help that I have, but he has it, right? And then, and then, you know, you talk about endorsements. I'm endorsed by Kerry Lake. I'm endorsed by Wendy Rogers, Mark Fincham, Mike Lindell, uh, Stu Peters, um, and uh, Brandon Tatum. And I just got a new one today. Um, it was um, – let me find it here. Sorry. It's just, you know, it's, I've, I've had a bunch in the last few days pop up, um, endorsements from, from different uh, companies and, and different organizations. But I, I take pride in those individual uh, ones that I have because those people know me and they've seen the work that I've been doing behind the scenes and they know what I've been working on. And, you know, I had the Republicans for National Renewal today come out and say, you know, vote for Josh Burnett Congressional District 1. So when you have somebody running, we already know how terrible Schweiker is. You know, we, we know what he's done. Terrible. We know about the violations with the FEC. He, he, he voted to track your vaccination status, expand the federal database. He voted to accept the Arizona electoral slave, and he knew damn well the election was rigged. You know, he, he stabbed Trump in the back on that. And he also went against Trump with pulling troops out of Syria. He, he voted to keep them there. You know, so and then he voted for the $40 billion to Ukraine. So this guy, this guy is a puppet for, the, for, for the, basically the rhino establishment, uniparty. He's a puppet for them. He does what they mm-hmm. want. And, and, um, and then I laugh because people say, well, he's strong with guns or the NRA and and the board, I guess, so am I. He's doing nothing special that any real conservative wouldn't do. Except right. the fact I wouldn't, I wouldn't vote your, your vaccination status to be, to be expanded in the federal database. You know, I wouldn't vote for $40 billion to go to Ukraine when we're in a recession. You know, like this guy, he, he, he just does, he, he does what he's told. He go along to get along, and I'm not. I do what's best for the people and what's best for America. And like I said, Elijah can't name one thing that he's done for the people besides donate money to different organizations trying to buy support. And, 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 that, and that's the truth. You know, that's just the flat-out truth. And I have a lot of great endorsements because these people know me and see me, and they know what I've been doing and what I've been working on. And a lot has been behind the scenes that's just now been coming out um, the last few months. But, you know, it, it's good. It's good when people are finally learning and seeing and looking into the election to see who's endorsed by who as far as do these people really know me. Like, for example, if President Trump was going to endorse me, he doesn't really know me, right? right. He doesn't know who I am that, I, on that level. But Kerry Lake does. You know, Wendy Rogers does. Mark's mentioned all, all the Arizona people endorsed by Trump endorse me. So that tells you something right there as far as the people that actually know me have endorsed me. And, and I take pride in that, like I said, because um, a lot of times you get endorsements from people who have they don't know who these people are. They're just getting paid to endorse somebody exactly. or, you know, or something like that. Where these people, I didn't, for Wendy Rogers, I, I, I mean, I, 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 she's a fighter. I, I like her fight, right? But she just one day endorsed me. I didn't ask for it, you know? So, but she's seen and knows the work that I've been doing and working hard and, and um, fighting for the people. And, uh, and that's what it's all about. That's what being an elected servant is. It's, it's doing what's best for the people and maintaining our rights. And I, I believe I'm the only person in this race that has the constitutional knowledge to do that. Um, I, I would put my, my constitutional knowledge up against either of them any, any day, any time. And uh, we've had opportunities to debate, and they've both failed on debates like five or six different times now. Um, Elijah showed up to some Q&As with me two different times, which is a Q&A. And, um, you know, I keep hearing, uh, you know, we had an LD3 straw poll, Legislative District 3 meeting straw poll with the PCs, and I won the straw poll. 
so the people on the ground, the people oh, that are awesome. paying attention, yeah, they, they know they know what I've been doing. They know I'm going to fight for them, and they know they know I'm I'm the right man for the job. That's going to do do the best for them, and and that's what we need to do. We need more more people at least that think like I do, and I, I believe that we have a lot of great American First candidates out there that are going to turn you know right this ship. We're going to turn this thing around. You know, I know you had Jim on earlier. You know, we need people in there at the federal and the state level. We need to expand that, that distance of not just a plus one here at the state level. We need to be plus five or six uh, so we don't have a Benedict Boyer ruining everything. You know, we need, we need, to, we need, to, we need a, the turnout like we never had before here in Arizona. Get rid of this. This is our opportunity to get rid of this McCainite, Ducey establishment nonsense that's been going on here for decades to get rid of it. And this is our chance. Yeah, this is really the the moment of truth, people, in order to get rid of them uh, for good, for good, because then we will work on the other stuff. (laughs) Work on the other stuff later, but for right now, let's focus on tomorrow. Let's focus on the primary. Let's focus getting Josh Barnett elected as the the guy that we're going to go send to the Demon Center there in Washington, and he's in District 1. So I'm going to give the call out, the shout out again. If you're in Arizona and you're not in one, fine, uh, then that's okay. And you've got friends. You, got, you need to go contact your friends in Arizona. If you're in a different state, contact your friends in Arizona and then have them go and make sure that they vote, even if they're not in that district. You, your job's not to figure out what district you're in. You just look for uh, Arizona. Who are all your Arizona friends? And then you need to get them out and vote. That's how we do this. This is like old school grassroots, right? It works, right? Because it's a numbers game. It's bodies. A lot of people don't vote in the primaries. So, and then again, of course, you're going to do it in person and you're going to go not drop off your ballot. You're going to do it the way that we used to, where you actually, uh, if you take your ballpoint pen, that's blue, you're going to fill out your ballot and you're going to run it through the machine and hopefully they give you a sticker and maybe a lollipop. I'm sure they give you something. They spend all this money. So um, Josh, um, give your website one last push and um, good luck tomorrow. Uh, we're, we're pulling for you and praying, pulling and praying. Well, thank you. We, um, you can reach me at Barnett for AZ.com at Barnett for AZ on Twitter, Getter, uh, Truth and Josh Barnett for Congress on uh, Facebook. So reach out anytime. I try to make myself as available as I can. If I'm at an event, feel free to come up and ask me questions, talk to me. Don't 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 think that you're bothering me because you're not. And uh, you know this is our last opportunity, like I said, to get rid of this McCainite cabal that's been going on in Arizona for decades now. Um, you know, electing America's first, the real America first candidates mm-hmm. um, like myself, Terry Lake, um, you know Abe, you know Jim Lehman is a big time America first guy. You know, we, we need to get the right people in office to turn this thing around, and I believe we're going to do it. I'm, I'm excited not only for tomorrow in, in, but also into, into November because I believe that the Democrats have nothing to run on, absolutely nothing to run oh, on. Oh, disaster. Yeah, around. disaster. Yeah, we're going to turn it yeah. around, and we're going to get it going the right direction as soon as possible. Yeah, this, this year I could say it's almost that the primaries have become the general. Um, but obviously we've got to get through their nefariousness, their cheating, their fraud and all that. And there are hundreds of millions of of dollars that are going to be dumped into it. But for right now, let's just focus on it tomorrow, people, and get your reruns out there and go vote and drag your friends with you uh, for Josh Barnett. District 1 here in Arizona. Josh, good luck. And uh, we'll be watching and then uh, praying. And then um, we'll have you come on uh, to celebrate the victory. That's how we're going to do this. Sounds good. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. 
All right, guys. So we, we had five. Yes, count them five grassroots candidates that are uh, the, the players in the game. These are the fighters, the freedom fighters, the people who are doing the work now, not just running for office, right? So keep that in mind. What have you done for me lately, Janet Jackson? These people all are doing now and have been doing for years. So real quick before I bring on Gail Golick, and she's going to be bringing up the caboose here, right, at the end of the show. We've got, we've got uh, our last, last but not la- least. And what are the, talk about hard working. Talk about hard working. Talk about rubbing two knuckles together to get a campaign to where it needs to be. That's Gail. And that is because literally she's been doing this for a long time. Precinct Kennedy for six years, people. Busting her rear end. Uh, one of the reasons why the audit was actually in motion is because she did it. Speaking of, I'm going to play a commercial because i gotta, I got to put these commercials in, right? And then I've got to just encourage you to go over to our marketplace. The reason why is because some of, the, some of the proceeds that get generated from the stuff that you buy over there, it helps pay for the show. <laughs> right? Somebody's got to pay to keep the lights on. And we keep adding new shows. We keep adding all this other stuff. So some of that has so got to come from somewhere. So we, I never, I, I don't, we don't have anything donation-wise set up on here because I know that your money is important. Uh, anybody's is. And it's hard. You earned it. You earned your money, right? So just. We never said it, any of this up as a donation because I wanted to, oh, I did it so in a different way. Community power philanthropy is what I call it. So basically the marketplace is pretty simple. Uh, it's all different, about 75 different products and services and companies. Well, actually take it 75 different well-known websites and brands. I got to stick to the language, right? So you understand. Uh, and they each have tons and tons of products and services. We got to actually anything through these, these uh, through our marketplace or you use our promo codes. Money is generated, and what we're doing is we're giving away 2 to 20% of that total purchase to support vets, pets, and kids, and freedom groups, primarily the freedom groups right now because they need the money the most. So uh, I don't want you to buy anything that you're normally not going to buy, but I figured if you're buying certain things anyway, if you use us as a vehicle to purchase them, you're never going to pay more than if you went to the websites for those companies directly. You usually get a, a nice discount. And then you're supporting uh, groups that are fighting for your own freedoms because you're busy working and you're not making a donation, which then you uh, get the product or service that you want it in return. Oh, it's kind of brilliant, isn't it? Right. So if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com and you click on the marketplace tab, that'll take you over there. And um, most of them use promo code home, but others, some of them are just direct links that you click on, like my Patriot supply, because you need to get some stuff for your house, like extra food, right? And uh, Zemzalinko, the supplements, Dr. Brian Artis is over there. And I just wanted to play my pillow real quick because I have the my pillow, and I have the sheets. The sheets are comfortable, and the towels. I love the towels because they're thin but absorbent because it's 140 degrees here. So I can't use my other towels because they're too heavy. So I'm going to play my pillow. Our promo code is home. That's H O M E. And then I'm going to bring on Gail. And the reason why I'm kind of doing this now is because guess what? Mike Lindell endorsed Gail. Mike Lindell endorsed Gail. Well, of course, we're talking about some endorsements. I want to make sure the endorsements that actually matter. Um, so I'm going to play that and segue it in, and then we're going to bring on Gail. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, CEO of MyPillow. Retailers, shopping channels, and now even banks have tried to cancel myself and MyPillow. During these times, your support has meant everything to us. My employees and I want to personally thank each and every one of you by passing the savings directly on to you. For example, you can get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99 a set. That's a savings of 60% and the lowest price in history. And remember, they're made with the world's best cotton, grown where the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River all meet. 
They come with my 10-year warranty, and I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com now and use the promo code on your screen or call the 1-800 number below to get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $39.99, the lowest price in history. If you do it right now, I'm also going to include a free gift with your purchase. Thank you, and God bless. All right, just a reminder, make sure you use promo code HOME, H-O-M-E. Get all kinds of incredible discounts. I think the sheets right now are like $39.99 or something crazy. So let me, uh, let me do that, and I encourage you to oh, with the towels. I think they're the same. Everything's like $39.99, $39.98, $39.97, something very affordable and inexpensive, especially if these kids are going back to college. Oh, don't even get me started on sending kids to college and writing checks so they can get indoctrinated. You'd be better off uh, making a donation for that kind of money because it's not going to be, it's not going to go any, it's not going to go well with your kids. All right, it's 321. I'm off track. I got off track on this, but I'm going to bring on Gail. She's an all-American entrepreneur, Christian conservative, citizen journalist, constitutionalist, and candidate for Merrick Corruption County Board of Criminals, that she calls them criminals. Uh, sometimes they're known as supervisors, right? So she's going to actually be one and turn it around. That's here in District 2, Anarchy, Arizona. American by birth and warrior by choice, the most grassroots person running for office in our entire state, literally. She really, really is, and I don't say that lightly. A big round of applause, audience. For a God and country loving, freedom spreading, common sense cap wearing, truth bombing, we the people inspiring, grassroots representing, voter, fraud fighting, rhino exposing, liberty leading conservative candidate to stay Arizona. Gail Golick, reporting for duty, Maricopa County, Board of Supervisors. Is that what you're going to say on your first day I, in office? Well, what I'm going to say, I'm going to say, let's open up that vault. It'll <laughs> 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 be like the, <sighs> like the halal bell, but you know what, we're actually going to find something inside this time, you know? Oh, oh brilliant. I mean, seriously, let's, you know, we got to just expose everything, you know, it's going to be completely transparent when I get into office, I am just going to go in and it's not even just about elections, which of course is one of the most important things right now um, that we have to worry about in, in, in America, all the way across the board, because our vote is our voice and um, they have taken our voice from us and our vote from us and until we get that back, um, we are living in a communist country. We have no longer a constitutional republic. And so I am fighting um, day in, day out, and have been um, since day one to help restore our constitutional republic, expose the crimes that have been committed on um, we the people, and, and do my best to hold them accountable. So I'm basically... I am proud to say I have a video that went viral um, yesterday. I was in an event um, regarding the cybersecurity, and there is a, um, it done, we have a forensic database uh, uh, administrator who we have video of going into the server room of the Maricopa County Election Center, and we have him going there accessing that through the elections administrator uh, director the election assistant elections director um chris his name is brian ramirez and her name is christy passarelli and christy used her badge to let him into the server room where he was unaccompanied which 
two people are always supposed to be there at the same time, and proceeded to delete the files, millions of files. And we have the, the logs because when they did the audit, this is how we discovered that they deleted the 1.2 million uh, files. We had the logs of the exact same time stamp of the logs of when he's sitting there in the server. We know he did it. They're still working, both of them, in Maricopa County Elections Department right now, and we have an election tomorrow. And it's infuriating to me that we had people like Mark Fincham and Sonny Borelli sitting there at this chairing, these events, you know, Sonny Borelli chairing this mm-hmm. event, mm-hmm. and Mark Fincham there. Why? How long have they known about it, and why haven't they called in the need, in emergency meeting? Why are right. we not? But why are we not doing what we need to do? Stop these machines right now. There are ways. There are. There is a contingency plan in place when we know that these votes and our votes are not secure that can be in, um, implemented. Where is that, and why have they done nothing? Once again, when I get in there, I'm going to be. I cannot wait to get in there because I will have a platform where people can actually hear my voice at a louder, a louder platform, you know, a more powerful mm-hmm. platform, one where they have to. I'm not, you know, one of many citizens out there fighting, you know. I'm, I'm literally going to be a board of supervisor, which is one of the most powerful positions in the state, and they will have to listen. And I'm going to have the people behind me, which is so wonderful. I am winning right now in the polls, everywhere I go, everybody I am, I have heard just, you're going to win, Gail. You're going to win, Gail. Everybody's talking about it. I know I'm going to win. Certainly if it's, um, if we, you know, we count the ballots legally. Now, of course, right. with the machines, you know, I mean, all bets are off, right? <laughs> Well, let's put it this way: You're, if, if if the people are voting uh, as they are saying, right, based on polls and conversations, Gail is going to get. But you still got to go out and vote. I'm not I'm not encouraging not to go. You have to go. But my my and you, oh. and you brought it up with the machines, so you're going to win the actual election for the real votes, and then it's up to them, right? Them as to what happens with these voting machines. And this is why it's so critical to get somebody like Gail in this position so she can actually be holding the key to the door, literally, with all the information on the other side. Like she said, the vault, right? Al Capone's vault with Her- Geraldo Rivera. She's going to open that up and then uh, there's going to be a, oh, it's a, you know, this time it'll be a treasure chest of all kinds of goodies. Because you'll be able to get into the machines. You'll be able to get into the books. You'll be able to get in and audit the, um, just their, the, the, the whole department. The health care right? system. Uh, well, and that's, what I, and that's where I'm going to go with services. Well, and right, that's, and that, everything. And here's the thing. People, like, I think, because I remember when, when, you, were, when you, you laid out to me in one of the previous shows, Scale's been on a whole bunch, on, on the TV show, the talk radio show. She, was, she jumped over with me, Dr. Alan Keith, last week. So whenever I have an opportunity to get Gail on, I've had her on because I think it's so important to get her into this position. And then because I saw her commercials and I was like, I'm playing them when I, when I have on my TV shows. And then uh, I didn't realize because she was listing all the different things that or the different departments that the Board of Supervisors, the Mayor of Corruption County Board of Supervisors oversees. 
said it was Health and Human Services, which is uh, Human Services and Health. Okay, you're talking about lockdown people, right? Okay. And then Human Services, I was like, she told me CPS. I said, oh, my God, we're like the number one fraudulent CPS, human trafficking, and corruption states. I said, okay, okay. so she got her, she can get her hands into both of those, plus the elections. And I said, you know what, because I, I, you usually don't hear about the Board of Supervisors, right? The only time that we knew anything about a Board of Supervisors was when those all of four, the four of people with an R next to their name, the rhinos, remember, R means rhino, unless you, until you've approved to me that you're not. It doesn't mean Republican anymore, and I'm, I'm wondering what the definition of Republican is, because I'm not sure. Because I'm old school Republican. I'm not new, because I'm not sure what they, what they do and what they stand for. And... Um, then you've got, uh, uh, we didn't, I never heard of a board of supervisors. I didn't know what that meant until those are those, those four characters, those four rhinos, those four spineless, nefarious, demonic people didn't comply. They were like, I'm, I'm not going to give you anything that, that you would need to look at our machines and our books. And, and, and I don't know how I, they, they should still be in prison. They should still be in prison right now. I mean, speaking of prison, uh, Dr. Simone Gold just went to prison for 60 days, not minimum security either. And she just gave a medical freedom speech in the Capitol where she actually got pushed in and now she's going to prison and the guys are holding up uh, all of this information and being roadblocks here in Arizona. They're still in office. So, okay. I'll just give you an example. Just give me an example. So when I, when I was talking to Gail and I'm like, you know, I really think your position is one of the most important because you can actually block a lot of stuff. If you had a, a Democrat or a rhino governor, and the Secretary of State, you can do a lot of those things. I said they purposely don't want people to know the power that is sitting in this position of the Board of Supervisors' roles, obviously, that we've, they've shown it to us, just like they don't want the Republican Party doesn't want you to know the power that lies within becoming a precinct committeeman and that infrastructure. And I said, aha, that's it. That's it. So that is my that is my little PSA, my my Patriot Service announcement for people to make you go, oh, I need to take this position seriously because it controls your life. Look what happened. Look what happened with the votes. Look what's going on in the country. And then when the lockdowns, the 2.0 lockdowns come, political propaganda pandemic comes next. Guess what? Don't you want to don't you want Gail in there telling these people? Oh hell no, right? I'm telling you, this is this yeah, is literally the, the mandate. Yeah, you can knock that stuff down. You can, you can, you can, yep. and, but, and you'd be a voice. See, the thing is, everybody, she's not afraid to open her mouth. She's not going to succumb to the, the rhinos, regardless of how much money they're going to throw at her or whatever deal they're going to cut. She's not made like that. And she's going to open her mouth. She's not probably going to open it up a little too much, which is awesome. So I'll let you take well, all of that and run ad. with it. Well, a couple of things. I've got a great ad. Um, uh, you know, out there right now, so you can go check out. Well, first of all, go to my website, Gail Golek, G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C, as in electme.com. So it's gailgolek.com, and you have a link <laughs> to all of my social media there. And you'll see, um, not only you'll see the, um, the, the these uh, traders, um, Ramirez and uh, Pessarelli, but you'll also see my me exposing Karen Fan, the Senate former Senate president, as she... Um, uh, you know, sabotage the uh, audit, it appears, um, when mm-hmm. she went into that backroom agreement and, you know, within a week later, her family got a half a billion dollar contract and, um, you know, she indemnified the Board of Supervisors that, hey, you complied with the subpoena, even though they didn't, and not let us get any access to any of the router logs and things of that sort. So it was just a, a complete mess. So listen, I'm, I'm calling them, I'm, 
Listen, I am calling out the former Senate president the day before the election. Now, if that's not fine, if that's not ready to go on and take on the establishment, I don't know what the hell is. I am ready, and I'm going to do it. And you yeah. know what? If you're not ready for me, then you're not going to vote for me. But I, if you're ready for a change, then you're going to vote for me. You're going to tell everybody you know to vote for me. And I am in Cave Creek, Carefree, Scottsdale, Paradise Valley, Fountain Hill, Mesa, Gilbert, and Apache Junction. I have a large um, territory, and I really, really need everybody to get out there and vote. This is one of the most important elections in your life, and you need to vote in person. If you have an election, an early voting ballot, do not walk in there and put Mm -hmm. that in a box because they're going to call it without counting your vote. They're going to look at the machine count. Okay, so if you want your vote to count, you're going to exchange that early voting ballot for an election day ballot. You're going to bring a blue pen. You're going to void out your early voting ballot, hand it over to them, and then take your election day ballot, write in your vote in blue ink, and then put it through the machine and say Mm -hmm. a prayer that God will intervene and break all crazy algorithms that have been post, you know, that have been predetermined in there. And I believe that God is a God of miracles. I do believe that they are totally intending on, you know, manipulating this election because they've gotten away with it, you know, so why not um, try it again? So to, to, and to your point about this, the board of supervisors job, yeah, the board of supervisors with, you know, the medical mandates, we are, we are in charge of health, welfare, and sanitation. So when, the, if for instance, Scottsdale, they had um, said, hey, we don't want the mask mandates anymore, but Maricopa County overrides Scottsdale, and so they wanted those mask mandates still. Mm. And so the restaurants were still mandating them. This guy that I'm re- replacing, uh, Steve Chukri, believe it or not, was, you know, in charge of a restaurant association, and he was masking up everybody. It was just oh, awesome. wow. So I grateful. didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so, so grateful that he resigned. And so, but we, I also, I'm in charge of air quality and animal care and the correctional health. I'm, I'm in charge of education as far as, like, providing the superintendents, the budgets, and um, parks and res- uh, recreation, cultural um, highways and streets, going right back to that transportation where Karen Fan's family got that half a billion dollar contract, paving contract, um, right after she let the uh, let those guys go. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and then uh, the um, the the uh, um, the jails, the prisons, the sheriffs, all of their budgets. I mean, it is um, it is quite amazing how much power we have in there and as far as i'm concerned we there need to be more board of supervisors going forward um but um <clears throat> there's to um handle to oversee 4.4 million i mean that is larger than most states or many states i shouldn't say most but many states in the united states of america and and it is just ridiculous so well, while we need may not need to break up the district, we do we should have more board of supervisors. That's my opinion on this because these guys have way too much power. So yeah, they do. But having but having said that, I'm 
grateful for the opportunity to be there with the power to be able to make a difference for the people. Because this is all about the people, all about the people. I have given, you know, Michelle, I have given up everything, girl, um, mm-hmm. to uh, to make sure that uh, we that I that I, I got to this point. It wasn't. I was. I had no intention of running, but it actually just by the grace of God, um, I just continue to walk this faith, and I begin to need to walk in faith, and um, and here we are. We are um, election day, and by the way, everybody, the primary is my election. Because of my district is really a solid red district, um, the Democrats didn't even run anybody. So I've got three um, Republicans running against me right now. Their names are Thayer Vershore, Doug Little, and Tom Galvin. And all three of them are career politicians. Tom Galvin, the incumbent, just he says Biden won, and, then, and Maricopa has the gold standard of elections. Oh, I God. Mean, this is why no, he got, no, not even close. Why he got selected. He, this is why he got yeah. selected. He's got over $100,000 in the bank. Um, you know, it's really, it's really quite disgusting. And then, um, you know, the other two guys, really, they're just looking for a job. You know, what have they done? You, you see this election integrity. Oh, I'm running because, you know, I want to help with the elections. Well, they, they learned a whole hell of a lot by going to my website. You know, you go to my website, <laughs> you'll find out what it's like. You know, they took a course. Because they I took a course in, in know, but then like, that's yeah. all, you know, here, you sound very knowledgeable. Where'd you get that information? And then he looks around and goes, uh, Gail, <laughs> Gail Golick, uh, it's on her website. I learned everything I know from Gail. <laughs> well, then you know what? Now, and you can say, oh, Thayer, well, you know, the, the shortest distance between two points is a straight line. So ah, we don't need you. Gail, winner. You see what I mean? It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's funny because um, on, my, on my, you know, social media, I've also put, um, this, my um, my legislative district three, we had a question and answer session, and I won that straw poll by sixty eight percent versus yeah, you were really eleven. You were really good. Yeah, and and if you if you go and you listen to them, you know the questions because we all had the same question, and then we had to answer, and then everybody got to answer it, and you hear like, yeah, well, I agree with Gail. Yeah, well, Gail said was right. Yeah, I agree with Gail. <laughs> You just heard him say ditto, and then you're like, wait, what? Like, I gave a whole speech, and the guy goes, uh, amen, sister. And you're like, that's not an answer. It becomes a Saturday Night Live skit. You're like, wait, I am busting my ass with these answers, and these men just go, yeah, what she said? Yeah. <laughs> he goes, no. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, yeah, no. So, you know, at least you, you, you've got a good attitude about it, right? Because you're literally, you're literally you've, you've jumped into an old boys network. You've jumped into this realm of some big money coming in from corrupt nefarious beings, right? You've got your establishment and you've got your selected elected elite. And as I pointed out and what I just started, like you said, even just a couple of weeks ago, I was like, wow, this is really a, a, an incredibly powerful position, a hidden one hidden by design. So when anything is hidden like that, they always try to hide it so you don't know because they don't want you to know. Again, remember the, this, and the analogy that I gave when I was hosting the Mobley show and I said, uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, 
they're like, no, 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 we're the politicians. We'll go ahead and take care of the, the community. You guys go do, you know, go do your job. Go take the kids to school. Play on the Facebook. You go on vacation. Well, us politicians, we'll take care of the community. We'll take care of the politics. Well, guess what? That didn't work out so well because they don't want you to know. They don't want you to participate. They don't want you to know. So now that they know that we're starting to dig and we're starting to find out, we're starting to actually read the Constitution and going, uh, uh, violation, violator, bad people. And they don't like it. They don't like that we know. And that's why they don't want, they don't, they, they don't say much about your position by design. Everything's by design with these people. They're all calculated. They're evil and nefarious. They're swarthy. They're manipulative. They're very bad people. And I would say that's the majority, 99, maybe 98% of the people in office. So it is time to get new people in there. People like Gail Golick, who is on the ground doing the heavy lifting now already, exposing the fraud and um, being a huge contributor to the community. Precinct committee member for six years. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, so it's, it's up to us to get, uh, uh, get more people out there to vote. Tell them to they have to go. You want to get Gail in there. You want these crusty old white men in there? I mean, I thought, I thought we we're supposed to be all like diversity and <laughs> inclusion, it. right? Isn't that supposed to be, right? Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Like with girl power, <laughs> right? Isn't that what they, they do when they yeah. raise the hand and they're like, women power with the roto, with the rooter, with the, you know, break the glass ceiling. I'm, I'm, I don't care what it takes at this point to get the votes. Like if I can get a couple of like crazy extreme feminists, which I don't even, is that really a thing? And then they're like, okay, well, I'll go, I'll go girl power. Power for Gail. My like, good girl power for Gail. I don't care. Just get your ass right. to the voting machine <laughs> to, the, to these, these ridiculous centers. Oh, did you know that you can vote at a mortuary here in Scottsdale? Um, that's one of the voting centers is at a mortuary. So there's nothing like Arizona to let you know how it's done that the city in Scottsdale, <laughs> you can go vote. Literally, it's on the website as a polling place. I mean, talk about low hanging fruit, right? I mean, if you're going to use dead bodies, at least then they, you, you don't have to move the ballots further than the mortuary because they're already there. Right. So just getting, well, we did I'm not have, kidding. literally, yeah. literally from the bat, from the audit, we literally did have dead people that voted yeah. on election day in person. Oh yeah, We really oh, yeah. did. I mean, yeah. um, we had over, well, I think it was like 5,745 confirmed people who have been, dead for quite a while who uh, voted um, in Maricopa County alone, I don't, you know, um, whether it be early vote or election day. But I thought, oh, my gosh, to, to the nerve of even them putting them on there that they actually walked in. Because you know the difference between a mail-in ballot, it's easy early vote, or EG election day. So we, we know. <laughs> oh, so there's yet another definition for ED. Okay, well, I, I can't keep track of this stuff. I, you know, I was like, yeah, why yeah, ED? Yeah. yeah, well, your election's in ED. I, I don't even want to go there. It's a whole other show, Gail. Yeah. A whole other show. Yeah. No, yeah, no, that's, a, that's just the kind of ballot. So you're going to change, you're going to exchange your early voting ballot to an uh, election day ballot, and then you're going to put it through the machine on election yeah, and get day. Your sticker. And your vote get your will sticker. count. Your vote, get your yeah. sticker. Yeah, you do not walk in there and drop it in a box. No. And so nope. that it can be, yeah. No boxes. Just, yeah. No demons. No demon box, no male box, no. no female box, no trans box. No. We don't want it any boxes. <laughs> you're going to put it no, in a machine no, yourself, no. and you're going to use a blue ballpoint ink pen. And if it takes, if, it, if, they're, if it's, they're going to tell you, oh, well, it's, it's, it's going to smudge. Oh, I'll smudge you is what you do, right? And if they're going to hand you, they're going to hand you this shady-ass pen when you go in there. And they're going to, because they changed the name, right? It's still a Sharpie, except it's a different brand. So now they can't say, well, it's not a Sharpie. 
It's just like anything else. They just say, well, they, they, they craft the question or they craft the answer so that they just try to trick you. So when you get that pen, you say, thank you very much. You throw it on the floor and you grab your pen and you go in there and vote like a real woman or a real man with a pair of Canucks and you go make it happen, people. That's what you're I, you know, do. I think these, these people that are, you know, working the polls that are Republicans, I mean, I think that it, personally, I, you know, I can't work the polls, but if I was at a poll and they handed me a box of pens to hand out somebody, I would be like, absolutely not. I'm not doing yeah. it. I'm an American no, first. I'm not doing it. And you know what? You can't, you know, they maybe they'll squirt you out. I don't know. But I'm telling you, I couldn't stand there and uh, as an American. Well, you're not going to contribute to the nefariousness. Right, yeah. exactly. You are con- yeah, you're committing exactly. to the fraud. I will. Don't be a mule. Exactly. Don't be a mule. And you can't give them more ammunition because we know they're going to play with the machines. But at least we can control the other, the, the other part of it, which is the mail-in and the dropping off at the ballots, because that's what we can control. You can control what you're seeing, and you can report. I'm going to give you a bunch of websites before we jump off, uh, as soon as I finish with Gail, so, Gail, so you, can, you can report. You can, you can go babysit the drop boxes, right? You can go ahead and, and you can log the fraud, the fraud, and you can become a poll worker, do what you can. But really, at this point, uh, you just need to encourage all of your friends to go out and vote tomorrow, the day of, and don't drop anything anywhere. You shouldn't be, yeah. You know, why would you be dropping stuff? You don't want to drop. You want, you know, you don't want to do that. So it's almost like uh, you're gonna. It's part of me. And then, like I said, Gail said, um, you know, if somebody hands you that pen, you know, or, or or you're supposed to be passing them out. Do not pass out demonic pens. We don't need any more demons. There's enough demons coming all us. So, you know, it's like we've gotten to the point where I say, you know, we say stand up, speak up, and show up. I, I, it's time to stand up instead of bending over, people. Really, because that's what we keep doing. We keep asking for this. We keep our, we, or the, we're, the, we're our gluttons of our own punishment, right? Gluttony for punishment. We're our own worst enemy. We complain. We hate it, but yeah, we go drop off a balance. Or, you know, what, what, are, what are you doing? You're, I'm, I'm complaining on the couch, but you didn't get off your ass to do what you needed to do. So think about that. You could start tomorrow. You could start fresh by going down there. Gail, give the website, and then I got to go because I want to keep it under four today. And you got, you're busy. You need to go get some more votes and rally some more troops. I sure am busy. Um, my website is gailgolek.com. That's G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C.com. Please go to my website and um, check it out. There's a lot of information there about this election fraud. Um, certainly, please donate to my campaign. Although I'm not, uh, you know, uh, although perhaps I win, I still have to get out there in front of the people, and um, and it's really, really important that I do um, continue to get out there and and talk with the people. So GailGolek.com. Thank you so much for Michelle, and um, here's to victory. God bless you, and God bless America. Yeah, Amen, sister. Girl power for Gail. Tell us to do that. It's a new hashtag. Girl power for Gail. Let's get out the vote. Make sure you go. Gail Golick, your new mayor of Corruption County Board of Supervisors. She's going to change everything. She's going to find out where all the bodies are buried, people. And that's about time. All right, Gail. Go do your thing. Good luck, my dear. And uh, you got this. You got this. But we got to keep going. We got to keep going. We got to, we got a whole day. Oh, now, yeah. Too, so we got to get going. We got to keep going. Uh, you know what? It did, it, it, what if it, it, somebody just told me today that Bernie Sanders won by 40 votes once, you know, so we don't know. Uh, 
Bottom line, every is vote matters. Every single every. vote, every vote matters. So please get out there and vote. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. There you go. All right, my friend. Take care. I'm sure I will uh, text with you tomorrow. I will always send you wishes. And of course, we're sending everybody prayers. Everybody can pray. Pray, pray, pray to God, literally, at this point. That's kind of where we need to be. All right, Gail Golick. GailGolick.com. All right, everybody. So that's it. That is it. 3.49. I'm going to keep it uh, just under the four-hour uh, four mark today, Ryan, because we're going to – I've got to figure out how I'm going to do these shows this long still. Because I'm telling you, I'm like, I'm a little worn out. I'm a little worn out. Maybe I need uh, – Maybe I need to be a little bit more boring on the air. Maybe go a little slower and I can talk longer. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It ain't going to happen, people. So let me give you a recap of the today. I'm going to give a recap today. I want to make sure I hit all of the, the uh, extra points. But, you know, why don't we do this? Why don't we do this? Since we're talking about the machines, we're talking about, well, uh, before, I want to play a couple sound bites for you because i got things in the queue that are just sitting there that are just burning a hole in the queue, and I've got a little bit of time here. But I want to do a little recap of the show in regards to the stuff that you need to know about. Yes, I think you've heard us say you got to go vote in person. You want to be, you do not want to be a mule. You got that covered. You're going to go drag your friends and you don't have to physically go with them, but you have to contact them. If you're in uh, any of these primary states, then you need to be out voting in person, right? And encouraging all your friends that are there. And if you don't live in any of the states that have uh, primaries tomorrow, uh, there's five of them. And I'm grabbing the list. Why is the list not in front of me? I would blame my producer, but I am the producer. I would blame, blame my executive producer, but I am the executive producer. I would blame, I would blame my intern, but I am the intern. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So uh, Arizona, Kansas, Washington, Michigan, and Missouri. Oh, these are big states. I said in the intro, these are big states. So if you know people, if you know anybody in those states, then you need to be on the phone and calling them or text them or email them and say, hey, you need to get your arse out and get some people out there and go vote for the really good people in their state. Uh, you can have them listen to this show. I just gave you a showcase of somebody from Washington and Heidi St. John and then a bunch of Arizona great grassroots candidates who really are going to change the state and the country. So these are the guys that you need to get uh, elected. Um, which is awesome that I, I had them all on today. They were also, some of them were part of the Dr. Ellen Keyes show on brighttan.tv. That was last Friday. You can go over to brighttan.tv and click on Let's Chuck America, which is the uh, show that comes on at 10 a.m. the Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. I, uh, I guest host for him a lot when he's got a lot going on. So I, you can watch the video of them. It's a two-hour show. And then... Um, of course, Lucy and I took the time last Friday during our TV show, which is on brighttan.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time, in order to go through our picks um, of the uh, candidates here in Arizona. So I kind of uh, duplicated, but also expanded on that today. So you got that covered. So between those three shows, you got a lot of information. Um, but the, the, the theme of that all, the theme of that all is to change your expectations of the candidates. And if you notice, there's quite a few of them, if not uh, almost all of them, that say they, uh, they're the servant and they work for us. Uh-huh. So that is something that, that, that is the mindset they need to have. And that is the mindset that really I want to almost, every time they open their mouth, I want them to say that. 
and then they can go ahead and talk about whatever they want because it's almost got to be like ingrained as, as much as the demons have taken over so many other people in um, in uh, political positions. Leader, they're not. They're, remember, they're not leaders. They're in leadership positions, right? So uh, as those people have been overtaken by demons, I want the uh, people that are in these offices to be reminded all day long, all the time, like on a loop. You work for the we the people. You are the servant. So that is the. But if we don't if we don't uh, acknowledge that, is that is the role. Because the roles are reversed now. They need to go back to where they, they are the servant. They are the employee. They literally are. They, they work for us. We pay their salaries with the tax bills. And then, of course, they just keep increasing their salaries. Like the, one of the bills they passed recently was a 21% increase to their salaries. Uh, did you get a 21% increase in your guaranteed salary? Mm, I don't think so. So why would you vote for anybody that's in office currently? Hmm. Not to mention all the other bills that they've passed that are just disasters, and especially here in Arizona. In, what, 18, 19 months, two sessions, no bills that have any teeth for election fraud prevention. There's no such thing as election integrity. I don't know what that means. It's just like when someone says they're running, I don't necessarily know what that means if it's not backed up. But these are all the things that I'm currently doing. Okay. So if, if you notice, a lot of a lot of them that are in office or some of the candidates that are running, nobody that we've had on any of the shows in the past couple of days of my shows, right? Cause I'm making sure that I'm bringing you the power hitters, the freedom fighters. So ones that are the guns that are, that are downright getting dirty in the dirt and then rolling up their sleeves and actually doing the heavy lifting and not somebody who's going to skate in and grab their pearls. Right? So um, uh, I lost my train of thought. I don't know where I was going. I was going. I was going for a zinger. I was going for a zinger. So it's three fifty four. But anyway, my my point is, is the people uh, in office need to know that the roles have been reversed. Just as they've changed uh, all of the definitions, and a man can be a woman, a woman can be a man, and everybody can be a raccoon in the morning. And so if they can change all of these things that have been one definition for a long time, or we're going to change it back. So it's them working for us, but we have to accept that first. And we have to start acting like it. Again, I'll be the first person that says I did nothing for 30 years. So this was, I, I contributed to the problem, but now I'm making up for lost time and I am encouraging others to come along and join me to set the record straight. We're the only ones that can fix this. We're the only ones that can fix the problems. The politicians can't because we have to keep them accountable. We have to make sure the right ones get in there. And then we've got to babysit them. And then if they actually get out of line, we could use my strategy of, uh, you know, the, the uh, recall rallies, right? Instead of the Trump trains, you got to recall rally. That's you know, something we'll, we'll, we'll look at that later when the time comes. But they need to know that they can be removed if they are a bad character. They're a bad news bears. They know that they're protected two, four, six years. You can't get rid of them. Hmm. So what does it matter what they do? Oh, you're going to be, you know, be mad at them. Oh, they don't care. They got the salary. They got the power. They're getting influence from God only knows where. Nefarious characters, and that way they're they're moving, uh, doing whatever they want to do. It's not that way. Well, we need to play a more active role. A child. Well, politicians are like children. They get into trouble. They think uh, because it's shiny and it might taste good, they're going to go with it. 
They get it. They, uh, uh, they, uh, you have to undo their messes. They poop in their pants and you got to clean it up. Right. It's kind of like that. Right. And then you got to keep an eye on them. You turn your head for two seconds. That kid's got his finger right there in the socket in the electrical outlet. Right. He's got, he's got shoving a, a screwdriver in there. And you're like, Oh, what? Seriously? Or you turn around all of a sudden the dog is purple. And you're like, what happened? I literally turned my head for one minute. That's a politician. So we got to keep an eye on them. So it, again, the power is back in the hands of we, the people, but we have to accept it. And we have to, we have to, do we have to take, uh, take that role? And that's what needs to change. Because if we don't stand up, speak up, and most importantly, show up, then it's not going to change. It's not going to change. Not going to change. Not going to change. So, um, Couple things real quick. Uh, the cleanelectionsusa.org. I'm looking at the clock, 3:57. That is the website in order to sign up to babysit the ballots with Melody Jen- Jennings, who's been on the show. Uh, Votify now. That you can report the fraud. That is the app. See, these people are all part of the Save My Freedom movement. Uh, Save Your Republic is to be a poll watcher. Az.protectthevote. That's an RNC thing. I'm not quite sure about it, but you can report the fraud. And uh, all of those, I'm going to list them in our Take Action menu. So you can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, everythinghomeaboutus.com. I'm going to uh, list them tonight. So that way you can have them right there. Uh, I should have put them up before, but I just uh, run out of time. And then make sure, if you can, if you can, come join us on Wednesday for Jesus Rocks Live. Lucy the Grousey is going to have an amazing show. She's going to do the guitar. She's going to read some scripture. She's going to do some Bible study. And uh, she is going to just do more of what you just heard earlier today. She was on at 1248. And uh, whoa, whoa, I was like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. Yeah, it just, it's just a mini version of what you're going to expect or what, uh, what, what you can get on Wednesdays. So go to JesusRocksLive.com. JesusRocksLive.com. It's also in the very top tab of our Take Action menu. And if you want to join us in the chat, that's a Clout Hub event. And all that information is there. You can watch the past episodes. The most recent one is episode 343. That's a doozy. You might want to check that one out. And we are this week on the Wednesday, we'll have our fourth one. So go check that out. I encourage you. Then, of course, this Friday, where I'm going to have on Brigitte Gabriel is joining me on the show. And also is Bishop Leon Benjamin over on brighthand.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. We're always here on the talk radio show at uh, 1, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern. And then uh, join the Save My Freedom movement. I'm telling you, this is where you're going to find all the cool kids and all the amazing potential, the resources, the networking, the different shows, and we're making this thing huge. Everything home about us.com. Take action menu. You can join the newsletter. You text the word action to 91776. Check out the marketplace. Go over there and buy some cool stuff. Get some patriotic gear. A promo code home10 for the flagshirt.com. All of that stuff is there. So just go to the take action menu, scroll, read, scroll, and click a button. Make sure you get out and vote. Don't be a mule. This is your chance to save America, save the country, but you got to show up. And uh, we're just making it easier for you, and we're giving you the tools to do that. I was supposed to play some outro stuff, and uh, it's, uh, I, I was talking. I was talking to the peeps. I was talking to the peeps. So that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let it go. And just remember um, that uh, courage is contagious, right? Uh, common sense and courage is contagious. And I've got uh, – I miss my – I miss – I really got to get this show back on drop. I did really good up until the uh, patriotic soapbox section. So I got the first one. We got the first part of it. We're good to go. So um, we're just going to work on the patriot soapbox, Michelle's patriotic soapbox section, where we're going to probably make it shorter. We're going to probably not, not shorter interviews, less people. But I want to just cram in the bodies because tomorrow is such an important day. So I think I did what I needed to do. 
And again, all the past episodes and other shows, uh, Save America episodes, the Art Joshua moment, Joshua 15-9, be strong and courageous. Um, uh, you know, I used to have it memorized, but there's only so much that can go around in my brain, right? So much that can go around my brain. Uh, the, uh, where is it? This is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. So yeah, remember you're going to start your day. You're going to pray, plan, take action. Come join us. Jesus rocks. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. It's changed mine. And, uh, Lucy does an amazing job. And of course that show is also then rebroadcasted on Sundays, the Sunday faith broadcasting lineup over on brighttown.tv at 6:30 AM Pacific time, 9:30 AM Eastern time. Pretty cool that we're over on Brighton.tv. And then uh, we're over also on Conservative Television of America. So, Claude, thank you very much for that. But, uh, yeah, there you go. It's all there, all there, and much more. And uh, become a part of the community, and you'll uh, and do some network with us. I'm telling you, everything we put together is just uh, unbelievable. And we're just, we're, we're going to do more. We're going to do more. So that's it. I, can't, I got no music for you because uh, the platform shut down at 4, and I forgot. <laughs> that's all I got. So join us Wednesday, Jesus Rocks. Jesus Rocks live at 10 a.m. Pacific time. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and Sunday. Oh, wow. How awesome is that? And, of course, everything's always on demand. That's it. Out of here, everything. Homeaboutus.com. Another amazing show. Thank you to all the guests and everyone that's been listening. And everyone that's been listening on the Getter and all the social media platforms and the Cloud Hub and every, everywhere else. Share the show and platform with your friends, your family, and uh, I guarantee it'll change their lives. It'll change your life. We can change this country. We can take it back, but you got to show up. Yeah, got to show up. There you go. Over and out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. 
But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. 